You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. 
Hey, everybody, Jimmy Pardo here, Never Not Funny, with our guest, John DiMaggio, right around the corner. But first, you know what? In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. In order, in order to find great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little bit more about you, the listener. So please go to podsurvey.com slash nevernotfunny and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are. Don't dilly-dally on this. Get to podsurvey.com slash nevernotfunny. It helps us out. We can keep doing this show, the high quality you guys love and know. Uh, here's a cool part. Once you've completed the survey, you can choose to enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Obviously, let's not be dummies. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that is podsurvey.com slash never not funny. Thanks for your help. Here comes never not funny. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. He's here, everybody. The great announcer is here. Don't eat my soup. What are you talking, Spoonie Shears? We're talking about prostitution. Shut up, Elliot. I'm murdering. Know yourself. I'm the Tom Hanks of podcasting. I'm here now. Jimmy's here. Mad at the tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody dds let's do this welcome into the program indeed welcome to never not funny episode 2404 uh back in house we've just uh, had a whirlwind tour of texas and st louis three days dallas houston st louis St. Louis, the arches, archway to the country. That's not their phrase. What's their... Gateway to the West. Gateway to the West. Thank you very much. That's uh, pretty close. Well, I don't... You're kind. Uh, I don't think it was uh, close at all. It was a... <laughs> it's the archway to the country. Archway to the country. Uh, going to the country. <laughs> I want to say that's canned heat. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to say that is. Uh, performed at Woodstock. Now, listen... Um, we do thank you guys uh, that came out to the live shows. Had a great time in Dallas, uh, where our uh, Cameron Buckholtz was our guarantee for a day. Did a terrific job. He did. Uh, then had down to Houston, where Ken Roberts was our guarantee for a day. He did a great job. Mm-hmm. Also had the pleasure of uh, Dusty Rhodes opening up for me at the stand-up show. That was uh, she did a great job. And, yep. uh, and then in St. Louis, we had uh, my old friend Rob Durham was our guarantee for a day. He did a great job. Uh, but uh, more importantly, the fans. Mm-hmm. Good to see all you guys. Thank you for coming out. Yeah. Thanks and, for St. Louis for braving the snowstorm. To and see those it. that didn't, pussies. <laughs> there was a lot of, t- we saw, you know, because people feel the need to send us messages about, oh, it's, it's coming in. It's like, yeah, well, we're going to be there. I mean, I don't, I don't need, I don't need to know what you're doing or not doing uh, about well, we, the we're, we're, gonna, we're either going to be there or we're not going to be there. Not gonna be there yeah. and, and none of that is in our control. So right. like letting us know, hey, there's a snowstorm coming. You may want to do something. We're, we're, what do you, what do you expect us to do? We're at the terminal <laughs> and we're waiting to get on a plane yeah. and uh, it, we're either going to get there or yeah. we're not going to get there. But it, it ended up being four inches of snow, which, uh, you know, could cause some trouble, but it didn't seem. So. But it all, I, I understand that in Kansas City and then as it as it was going east towards St. Louis, it it, it, it lightened a bit, mm-hmm. but then got strong again past St. Louis oh, and the so east coast got walloped. Got spared. 
Uh, but uh, the people from Kansas City that were saying they can't make it, they like they would have literally been driving with the blizzard. <laughs> yeah, that that's what sucks is that when we anytime we do a show, there's people who drive from you know four, five, six hours away, and and so in this instance, those people were not going to make it if they, they were, were coming out. From, if they were coming from the west at least. Absolutely, and and we wish everybody from the east best of luck in their drive home. That's hopefully, true. Hopefully they did okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by, you know, when we walked out of St. Louis, and when we got there, it was still snowing a bit. When we walked out, you would you would never have known there was a problem. There yeah, was sunny, blue skies. Yeah. Beautiful. Very freezing, crazy. but it was beautiful. Very cold, Matt. Very cold. And then Matt and I had a um, an experience on the plane. I don't know <laughs> way to describe it. Experience. An experience I'm still recovering from physically. It was, uh, our pl- our flight was at 7.06 and it got delayed to what, 8.30? When did we finally take off? Well, it, they said it was delayed to 7.30, but it was really, we didn't take off till 8. And we only had an hour and 15 minutes to do this, uh, to make this connection. Right. So now we have... 15, 15 minutes. minutes for that connection and guess when they close the doors 15 minutes before the flight yep so we literally we're like as we're landing we're like well if we taxi quickly <laughs> and then we're taxiing and they're like well the auto park is broken so we're gonna get towed in or whatever the fuck and we're like well yeah. that just well, ruined that. that's now we're gonna have to sleep in dallas tonight but somehow that managed to be very quick yeah we we very luckily got an upgrade so we were the first we were in the you know in the front row in the first class and we were able to be the first off the plane and oh by the way i i happen to be watching a movie that i've been meaning to watch for years hit that doc talk real quick oh uh icarus uh i'm sure everyone except me has already seen icarus i haven't but it's um even that fucking theme is probably gonna have to change after this week why (laughs) oh jesus yeah uh we're not going to get into the Michael Jackson documentary because we haven't it yet. watched it yet. But um, but so yeah, I was watching the beginning of Icarus where it's a guy who decide he's going to try to expose the hypocrisy of the doping, you know, the the sports world's like dope testing because uh, it's corrupt by basically doing a whole thing and then training for this amateur bike race. So he's pumping and he's go, oh, I got 20% more blah blah and he's like and that's where I stopped this. So he's like it's like dan dan like it was all like yeah, we're fucking cranking our yeah, we're doing this. And so we're like we have to run, we have to get from this gate to this gate and I they open the doors. Jimmy was like you just go like I'll be behind you and I was like yeah yeah and if I I'll, now as we know I'm a trained runner I've run marathons up but I have a knee situation going on knee. and I didn't want to slow you down I figure you get there and then I'll I'll block the door if right. I have to yeah. <laughs> keep it open uh, in time for you to get there I wasn't there. that far behind you though no it, it, and and but what happened because was what happened <laughs> I run out run down the thing you know the 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 whatever what do they call that thing the, the little tunnel that connects the plane to the terminal the the rampway no yeah. bridgeway Gate? Jet, jetway Jet- jetway Anyway, I run up that thing. I I literally come out into the terminal and I I bank right so hard that my suitcase, my roller suitcase goes, it's like, it's like basically I'm like drifting (laughs) and I'm like, I'm fucking doing this literally 30 seconds. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking winded. Like I I basically was like about to collapse. I'm not even kidding. Like one gate past where I had come out of. I'm like, I can't fucking do it. And like my mouth was all dry. We hadn't had, we had like, I had like one cup of water on the plane and uh didn't have any water with me and i was just like i was like ah this is awful and then i also like underestimated the actual distance i was like well i'm going from here to here we looked at it on the map it seemed like that's doable but i wasn't thinking about how like it was almost a mile about three quarters of a mile yeah Yeah. 
So I'm just like, I'm, I'm hurting bad. My lungs are hurting. My throat is hurting from panting and breathing. My mouth hurts. Everything <laughs> hurts. But I, I, I made it there and I get to the gate and there's other people still boarding, like a, a trickle of people still boarding. And I'm like, oh, oh, how much time? And he's like, well, we got about seven or eight minutes. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh damn fuck. it. And I was like, okay, my friend is coming. And, uh, and then Jim, and then I texted you. I was like, you got seven minutes. You can do this. And, uh, and then you, you ran up and I was like, oh, we're good. All right, we're here. And then it was like, oh, and then we sat down and then like other people are just like still boarding yeah, after us. We just, just like fucking sauntering onto the plane. Dallying. Probably people from our flight are like, right. oh, we, here we are. Okay, oh, I recognize cool. those two idiots. Yeah. Those two sweaty assholes. Yeah. God, yeah. It was, but it, uh, like I actually yesterday and even this morning, I think I like burst blood vessels in my lungs or something. Yeah. Cause like it hurts. They still like, oh. it's like, uh. Like, I almost have chest congestion from that run. I 100% agree. I was talking about it yesterday with Kyle Anderson on Entertainment Weekly. He, because uh, he also did marathons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he he agreed with what I said. It's like, while you train for that, and while you can, like, you, know, you get up and you, you run your mile or you mm-hmm. know, whatever to plan, uh, he said he's never been more winded or exhausted when he sees the subway. He's like, oh shit, I gotta get it. <laughs> yeah. And then there's that. Something about that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. part of it for this instance was the stress because we were both. The thing that really got me like you were like, oh, boy, this is this is not. And, and I was trying to stay positive in my head for the most part. But when we were before we landed, you looked at your email and you were like, well, they booked us on a flight tomorrow morning and gave us vouchers for a hotel room. I was like, oh, that scares the shit out of me because yeah. that means they we're, don't think we're making right. this. They're basically like, you're not you're not there. It's not happening. Right. So we, like that made me think they're not even going to try to hold it for us. They're right. just like they're counting us out. And so that's when I got panicked and like, I do not want to spend the night in Dallas. I, I want to get home. Um, yeah, it was horrible, horrible, but we made it. We made it, made it strong and lean. So do you still have those vouchers for hotel rooms? Yeah, <laughs> I sold it on eBay. No, no, of course, the second you don't use it. Uh, no, you have to go through and activate it and oh, all I that. See. So okay. we uh, did not do any of that. But uh, well, you just made me think of uh, could, could use that next time. What about those? I wonder how that voucher would work. Like, do you think it would you, work? Like, if we, like, if you tried to book another hotel, I didn't want to do anything with that link because I wanted us to get there. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, they have, oh, okay. Well, these guys, we can help these guys out because they've already checked yeah. in for the hotel, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, but we uh, we got on it. It was uh, perfectly fine. Everything was fine. Yeah. Uh, Matt and I did witness a uh, flight attendant uh, getting a fight with a uh, with a gentleman on the plane. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Some. Uh, I, I don't, have a song for that. I don't know what her name is, <laughs> but I want to say Hilda. She looked like a Hilda. Yeah, right, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Very stern with maybe a German accent. Very even. German or Austrian or like yeah. something stern and something foreboding. <laughs> there was a guy in the, this was from Houston to St. St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. There was a guy in the, um, in the, in the uh, uh, <laughs> terminal waiting to get on a plane, about six foot, very tall guy. Wearing headphones, but but making a presentation of singing along with his headphones. Yeah. And got up, just, you know, as I joke, I go, look at this asshole, you know, enjoying life, having a good time and not caring. Because <laughs> um, he's, he's just joy, full of joy. But it, there was part of it that was annoying yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So then he gets on the plane and he's in the exit row and the woman's like, uh, I need you to take your headphones off so that you could hear the explanation of the, and he wouldn't take them off. And he just kept going, I can hear you. I can hear you. And she's like, sir, you have to take them off. And he just was being an asshole. Yeah. That's not even the person she fought with. No. <laughs> uh, that guy, I was hoping, I, I wanted her to punch that guy in the face. Yeah, and, and like the, the tone, the, for me, and I think for most people on the plane, it was like, boy, this woman is 
strict like this she's being really a stickler she was also telling everybody to put your phone in airplane mode and this is before we had left the gate yeah usually people leave their phone on until the wheels are up basically like the last possible second she was like she would stand there and be like turn it off turn it off i'm i'm gonna watch you turn it off no exaggeration and and like mm. And you were like, I love this lady. I was like, I don't. She's I an like, asshole. I like, I you, like you like rules. She, you like when she was t- talking to that guy that you didn't like. But then she comes to the guy who, uh, until that moment, seemed pretty happy-go-lucky. Yes. The guy in front of us. But it was a, it was a situation where he wouldn't turn his phone off. Well, he wouldn't put it in airplane. She's like, put it in airplane mode. And he's like, it's off. He, like, he was basically saying, I turned it, powered it off completely, mm. which there's no reason not to believe him. Well, there is a reason to believe him. She was looking at it, and uh, it wasn't off. I couldn't see, because you, yeah. were, you were at a better angle than me. So he yeah, was he, saying it he was... He was lying. Well, why was he... I, he, he was lying. This is... Yeah, okay, so good, you and, tell the And story. she knows he was lying. Yeah. And he just kept on... He, but out of the box, he was like yelling at her already like like you he was said, being rude it's off and he's yeah. like she's like well no sorry i need an airplane mode it's off it's off. and he was yelling at her and then she said uh what did she say at that point then i think that first thing she said was i'm gonna go i'm gonna go talk to the captain that's it i'm gonna go talk to the captain and he's like it's off and she, and so then she goes to the back phone and said we might have to go back to the gate and matt and i were like what the fuck our flight's already an hour and a half delayed you can't go back to the gate yeah well, no, she um, came back to him and she said, we're that, tr- oh, OK, that, that was next. I guess I didn't hear that. The part. phone happened. She went to the back. I, of the I didn't phone. hear that. That's what I was like. You got to be shitting me. Yeah, yeah. Then she went all the way to the front. Then she came all the way back and said to him, we're going back to the gate. And and we were, by the way, in a line of because it, everything was delayed that morning for fog or something. So there were they, the guy had already the, the pilot had already told us there were there are 20 planes ahead of us taking to take off because everybody had to wait until this fog lifted. So now we're like, OK. Uh, we're not going to, we knew that we had just lost the two hour buffer we had to get to our show in St. Louis and, uh, any more delay, we were going to miss our show. Right. And so we're like, Oh, you gotta be fucking, this fucking asshole just fucked us completely. Like, that's what it felt like. And he was like, what? But it turned out to be an empty threat. And then we just left. (laughs) My guess is it was a legit threat. And the captain over, uh, over, because she's got that power. Yeah. It, uh, he overrode it saying, probably said, we're 20th in line. If we go back, we're never getting out of here. Yeah. And just guess what? Go. The part I didn't show you or tell you as we because when when he said that about 20th, I looked through the window and we were on an angle. I could see like I could see six planes ahead of us. But then there was a whole line that, that we couldn't see. But when we finally turned the corner to to do the takeoff, yeah. I turned my phone video camera on and videotaped the line of planes behind us yes and then i went back and watched it there were 34 planes in line behind us to take off so think about this if we would have gone back to the gate for that asshole yeah we then would have had to you know they got to bring the the bridge back out all that nonsense we then got to get back in line we could have been 50th right like it would have been it would have been another two hours it you know the only other time that uh was when i was flying again it was a connection from dallas going to um lexington kentucky Mm -hmm. um and a woman was being an asshole about her phone, and, yeah. it, and but it was the it wasn't the that she wasn't turning off. It was that she was being a, a, a horrible person about it. Yeah. And the woman said, "If you keep this up, we're going back." And we was like, "Please don't do that." Yeah. And the and the, but the woman kept acting up. Yeah. And we went back to the gate. I missed. Uh, we we whatever happened. Uh, that, oh, we all had to get off the plane for some reason. Yeah. And then I had to fly to Cincinnati and then yeah. the club came to get me in Cincinnati. But <laughs> it was the same deal. It was like yeah. one person acting like an asshole on a plane ruins it. <sighs> yeah, it's crazy. For it, hundreds. I, I wish yeah. there was a, a secondary, like an intermediate step, like 
they take your phone and put it in a lead box for the whole flight instead of right. just, nope, now we have to turn around and everybody loses because yeah. you are an asshole. It reminds me of when I was on the plane September 11th. One guy <laughs> ruined that entire flight. <laughs> he brought a, he brought a everybody, box cutter. Everybody on that plane yeah. suffered because of yeah. one person. Yeah. This is similar. It is very This similar. is exactly the same thing. Matt and I almost didn't get to tell jokes in St. Louis. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. It's your 9-11. Yeah, every, every step of our travel on Sunday was a nightmare. It was all easy. <laughs> but everything ended up working out, but every step of the way up until working out was... Nothing but stress. Stressful Nothing but stress. Yeah, it's crazy. Speaking of stress, our friend Elliot Hopeberg had a, a procedure over the, yeah. the week that we were gone. Woo! Uh, what did you have done? Are you comfortable talking about it? Sure. I mean, I, I think I talked a little bit about it on the Players Club episode, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I had a kidney stone yeah. that was in my ureter. The ureter is the connection between the kidney and the bladder, roughly. Hmm. And, uh, and, we, and seven millimeters. Seven right? millimeters. So that's just big enough that uh, you can't pass it. Oh, you can't. No. They have to blast it. They have to go after it. And um, <laughs> after blast it. Uh, and and like I, I, I can only imagine like if it was just a little bit smaller and I was allowed to pass it. Like, Ugh. ooh. Anyway. So unpleasantness. Actually, that procedure went well. Okay. Um, anesthesia. I'm a fan of. I think you, uh, Jimmy, you and I. Did we discuss a little bit your opinion of we anesthesia? Did. I do not care for it. Uh, it doesn't work as well for you. It sounds like for me, light switch. Like I didn't even. I don't even remember them t- counting down. Right. Oh wow. Uh, and then I woke up and everything was done. And to me, that magic trick. And you didn't feel nauseated when you came out of it. No. Or, or paranoid. No. Well, uh, no. Uh, the only thing is, apparently, I did have a phone call with somebody I didn't recall. Oh. But I saw my phone later. You that, go yeah. fuck yourself. This whole apartment could burn <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> um, apparently, though, even when I forget what I've said, I still am, am nice. So there's that. But uh, that's there's like, no evidence of that. You're not nice when you do know what you're <laughs> what talking, are you talking about? about. When you're talking about something you're passionate about, you're not nice about it. What do you mean? Aww. I don't Aww. think that's. Fair. I know you're very sensitive. <laughs> you're very, uh, yeah. very frail. We'll get to that part of the story later. Yeah. But. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the the procedure seemed to go fine, and you know it's it's one of those things where uh, when the chefs step up and you, uh, they it left a stent inside. Uh, I did not like the phrasing of that. What? <laughs> that was the, that was the goal. Uh, yeah. You weren't supposed to like it. Wait, so they, they do it through the uh, through yeah, the penis? Yeah, this was not a this was not a surgical procedure. It was a urethral procedure. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so they uh, the it was a helium laser. And a basket. I feel like we talked about this. Yeah, part. this part you did talk. Yeah. Um, and so they had to do all that and get the stuff out. Um, and then uh, with this kind of procedure, uh, you're gonna have red pee. Let's just put it that way. Uh, that's just that's how that works. Is it blood? Yes. Okay. That was the implication. No, they put some high C in. <laughs> I thought Mr. The Kool-Aid Man was busting through the surgery. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, and so for the past week, I've been kind of, it, it's been fortunate that we didn't have other recordings that we had to do because I was able to, you know, be at home and relax and so forth. And, you know, it's not a perfect time, but it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. You know, it was just like, oh, this is, this, this is uncomfortable this day right. and, and that sort of stuff. And uh, <laughs> they gave me Percocet. Uh, in case stuff hurt, and the and the like, right after the the stent is like um, it's a little tube. They put it in there because there's inflammation at the ureter, and if they don't put that in there, they're worried that it will uh, heal shut. Oh, I see. So they put a stent in there, and what that is is it's just a little tube with a little curl at the top. Wait, so they had to go back in? That's what happened today. No, no. They, today they went in to take it out. I Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I meant. That, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So they have to go back in. Uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and you're awake for that part. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Garen might have to leave the room. He is not looking good. And he's no. a guy that puts stuff up there on a regular basis. <laughs> He likes, he likes the sound of that. He's I think. got a schlong plug in right now. <laughs> Wait, all right. So hang Is on. Is that by Glade? Was that a schlong plug in? Yeah, yeah Glade. of course yeah. it's by Glade. You got to freshen it up down there sometimes. Fresh it up, fresh it up. Um, so, so yeah. So uh, that you could you can feel that you can. You, it's not painful, but you can tell that that little hook. Oh, but is, it's not painful. No, it's just real, like, I don't, well. You can feel, do you feel like the movement in, like, yeah. like there, there's some tugging, maybe? Yeah, okay. and it, 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 it could be painful. <laughs> what? It's, it's, it's just your, it's your basic internal it's, tug do job. Do they go up in there with, like, a hook from the Apollo Theater and pull that thing out? <laughs> yeah, this guy's. Yeah, they didn't think my kidney was very funny, so they, they wanted to pull yeah. it out. Um, Get the hook. Get the hook. Uh, so, you know what? I think for some people it's painful. I think it could have been painful for me. Here's the thing. Somebody... Uh, prescribes a drug to me and says you will need this I will take it so it, I follow the instructions one pill every you know four hours so I'm taking Percocet that's a lot of Percocet dude it's what it said as needed and I'm as like, needed but I did, they didn't explain to me or if they did I was still recovering so I didn't quite process it what that meant so I did meant take you're it. high on opioids for four days <laughs> wow well, I took it for two days at that pace and, I'm, and then I looked I'm like well, there's not enough of this to get me through to, to when this stuff is being taken out. I better ask what I'm supposed to do. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. You only take that when you need it. Otherwise, just take Advil. And I'm like, okay, fine. So then I stopped. But uh, so you're not addicted to opioids no. now. Do you, do you have leftover Percocet? Yes. Follow up. <laughs> what do you plan on doing with that? Uh, uh, throw it away? No, I wouldn't do that. No? You know what? I'll, I'll take it off your hands. I, I, I got a recycling thing in my house. Okay. I mean, that seems, that seems legit. A, yeah. a medicine recycling. What color is that bin? Uh, it's very, it looks like an esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, uh, so I've had fun for the last week. And then today. Yeah. Before, before this episode. Before the, uh, the stent. Yeah. Before the early morning, I go in uh, to have the stent removed. Now, here's a process that some of you won't be familiar with. Um, so you obviously, they have to go to your peen. Is that a good word? Nope. Um, it's fine. Uh, so I have to take off my pants and underwear, obviously, and they give you a, a, a paper towel blanket. Uh, you put that on you so that you can, you know, so you can cover your shame. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then, and then the nurse comes in. It was a gentleman nurse. Nurse comes in and, uh, and he's got to put a gel in there. In there. Yeah. What do they use? So a gel. You're, so you're basically <laughs> getting inner dick novocaine right now. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Do they Christ. use a Q-tip or do they use like a? Uh, I think it's an injection of some kind. An injection, not in like a needle per se. I didn't see it. I mean, and it I probably is basically a needle. It's, what it's, else would it be? It's, it's got to be small enough to shoot the gel up there. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I would imagine you're talking. You're looking at a couple millimeters rather than the tiny thing that you go, go for blood. But I mean, that seems like the most efficient way to do it. Otherwise, like I, ooh, if they used a Q-tip, that would be. The worst. No, it, it felt like it got injected. Don't knock it until you try it. <laughs> I, fair. I haven't. I won't. Um, I'm starting to picture it, and I'm, not, I'm starting no. to feel bad. Here, here's <laughs> here's the thing, though, and I wasn't able to see this, but in my mind, I think this is what happens. So after uh, after they clean you to get you ready, so you're sterile. Uh, not that kind of sterile. Wait. Um, uh, this is Yes, I showered before this I went. This is going to make it worse for me and everyone, <laughs> but I have to ask. Right. Was there any shaving involved? No, thank God. Okay. This is good because it's it's just your, your, your urethra. Yeah, Unless yeah. I had hair there. <laughs> you don't have hair on your dickhead? <laughs> Does anybody? I hope not. I hope not. Oh, that would be 
bad for everyone involved, really. Yeah. Um, a little Fu Manchu. <laughs> <laughs> so um, ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> ah. So I'm I'm guessing based on what I could tell was happening that they have the paper equivalent of a Mormon slash Jewish sex sheet. Right. <laughs> It's the hole in the sheet. It's a hole in a sheet that they put down over the area, okay. so, that, so that the doctor only has to look at that. So it's like right. a it's like a surgical glory hole. It's a surgical. <laughs> yes, yes, correct. And uh, but again, I <laughs> the nurse said to me as he was leaving, he said, "All right, n- now no more touching below the waist." To who? To me. Oh, oh what do you? So can, well, I, can I just beat off real quick? <laughs> just, let me just get, get this I, out of the way. I just want to take care of some business. Right I like to, I like to <laughs> beat off in strange new places. So if I can just get that taken care of. This is a real turn on for me. <laughs> this gel is going to help that, right? I'm just going to let, let me clean that shoot out for you and then oh, go man. ahead. What if that's how they Can I ask you a question? You don't have to answer this. Certainly ask it. Did you have to refrain from that activity since uh, until the. Uh, I have not had to. And in fact, over the course of this entire <laughs> process, which has been a few months, uh, when they thought no, it was a prostate issue, I meant, sir, between the procedure and getting the stent out, did you have to? The week, yeah. The did week. you have to stop? Uh, no, I guess not. Did that tube make it shoot a little faster? No, because it's not involved in that. I, oh, it's, well, I would have the wrong direction. I yeah. think I would have right. refrained. Just I, I was going to, but here's the thing. Sometimes you just can't help it. <laughs> well, there's that, but there's also look. The world says blue balls isn't a thing, and for the purposes of dealing with women in a fair way, it isn't. However, there is there are medical reasons why you need to clear that there out. Is, there is there can be soreness. Yeah, and so but you can go a week. Well, I thought I was I was going to, and then I kind of couldn't. When so. I say soreness, like if this is a totally different topic, and I don't <laughs> yes. know why we're getting into this, but it it is weird how the one of the. Uh, side effects of the me too movement is yeah. that the that there's this thing of blue balls is bullshit and and yes as a as a coercive technique it is yeah. bullshit you can jack yourself off and wrong fine. right but i have as a teenager i was in situations where i made out with someone for a, a long period of time without uh doing anything without and it hurts conclusion and and then there is soreness yes. and here's the thing it's not her responsibility no that it's is my fair, responsibility that's a fair comment <laughs> yeah and if you want to say Hey, are we going to have sex or not? I think that's a fair question. Yeah. But beyond that, yeah, that's our it's, that's our thing. Women women have periods. We have to jack ourselves off. And also, uh, it's <laughs> we not have to guys. <laughs> you kind of do. We have to. There's no way around. I've just it. been told you got to clean it out. Well, my my uh, one time I did actually. Then I was like, well, I have to go to the bathroom and, and take care of this, and it was too late. Like it, it, it I still was sore because it was too long. Yeah. yeah. And that's not that great part's either. a thing. We've but, all been there. But guess what? Even that pain is not enough to be like well then i just won't have this pleasurable experience like i i'll still like i would take the i would take the trade you know what yeah. i mean if it's like at least as a teenager that was my thinking i was like i'm not gonna forego a makeout session <laughs> sure just because my balls might hurt for a little while yeah. who cares that's the, that's the cost that's yeah. the cost of joy it's the cost yeah. of being the boss right that's the cost <laughs> A doing, doing business. business. There you go. Michael Costa gets a free plug for no reason whatsoever. All right, back to your urethral. All right, thing. so 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 that's the first thing. And what I said when the guy, so the guy, the first thing is, and he didn't warn me, but when he, you have to clean it up. It's cold, obviously, because they're using an alcohol wipe or something like that. And then, and then when they inject, when they injected the gel, I was like, my. 
my honest reaction was, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you blurted that out. I absolutely 100% did. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an opening credits quote right there. <laughs> and did, how, how did the guy react? Did he laugh? He did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was... <laughs> I mean, the thing is, that's that, and that's the exact right thing because it wasn't painful. It was just this is something I don't want to have happening right now. Yeah, you know. Could you feel a temperature? Was did it feel cold? Yes, there was coldness oh, involved, and there warm was warm that was, up, baby. Yeah, let's warm that gel. What I the think, fuck? I, I guess so, but maybe even warm gel. Would, no, that wouldn't feel warm. You I think cold, body you temperature. Let's let's get that to ninety eight point six. Yes, look warm it. Yeah, it, it does well, seem like that. Shave this thing. If it's warm, that might trigger. Like urination or something. Oh, something interesting. To have. Like maybe it'll swell up. Listen the, to the, Dr. Cockrell chime in. On the, <laughs> Dr. Cock, I Dr. believe, Cock. is what you want to say. Yeah, for, for sure. Podcast. <laughs> Dr. Cock, we're talking urethras right now. Talking cocks with you. <laughs> Dr. Cock. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so there was that. And then I have to wait 10 minutes. Doctor comes in because I had a question and we talk about that and he seemed annoyed that he have to. Was your question, question? Can you not do this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've asked myself that question over the past few months. Um, but uh, so then uh, you wait ten minutes. I will say that to all the doctors out there, just in general, if you have an office that's smallish and you need to, let's say, dress down your desk staff. Oh no! Even oh, no. in a most professional and pleasant way. Um, consider whether or not your patients can hear you. <laughs> was he yelling about how he wasn't yelling was at cold? them? <laughs> yeah, there you go. He wasn't yelling at them, but there must have been some scheduling thing on something else that had gone wrong. I couldn't quite make everything out, which actually doesn't make it better because that makes me think it has something to do with my thing. And uh, and you know, he was very professional about it. I could tell he wasn't he wasn't yelling, but he definitely was annoyed, which isn't a thing that I needed to know in that. <laughs> Situation that made that because yeah, now you got a noy doctor coming in here ready yeah. to handle your junk. <laughs> that's that's the thought process. Yeah. Right. Um, so just uh, you know have uh, somebody sit in that room and and yell at somebody at the front desk just to see if your patients can hear you. Is all I'm saying. Here's a question I would have asked, and I don't know if you asked it. Um, is there a possibility of an erection during all this? Oh, I worried about and that. What happens if there is? I don't know. But I'm imagining it's bad. Yeah, it doesn't be- seem like it would be good. Because there's but a there's I, no way you're gonna get an erection here. I, I wouldn't right? think so. I, I would think you'd have the opposite. You'd have a turtle. Yes, <laughs> I was I was mostly turtley, but it gets numb. <laughs> and I think at, when the point where it gets numb, I think you don't know what the mechanics are right. gonna do. Oh yeah, it's a good point. And so is and it I, still numb now? Like is you still like it's got that no. Cane vibe to it? N- n- no. No, because it, it seems like quite the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> no, what's going no. on? What's up, man? Well, as I, as I mentioned <laughs> I to Matt myself now er, earlier, uh, one of the things that the doctor said after the whole process was over was, um, and this was unexpected to me because I was told, you know, you'll be able to drive home. Everything's going to work. You may feel like you're passing a stone at some point today. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it, that's true. But it fortunately is only when you go to the bathroom. So it's a controlled thing. And it's not it's ba- it's it's bad, but. Matt didn't hear me scream, right? No, I didn't. So therefore, I was in two rooms away and I didn't hear anything. Yeah. So it it, it it's that was a, a, a true burning, painful sensation, uh, but that's because you know they're shoving stuff in there and the gel's gone. Yeah. Hmm. So um so I would say yeah, the, I'm no longer numb. Are you taking any more of that Percocet? Uh, not right now because I had to drive here. Is it? Do you have it with you? <laughs> <laughs> it's at home. Follow up on that. What are your plans with? <laughs> I'm recycling it in your esophagus-shaped okay. bin. Good, thank you very um, much. So just to polish this off, 
he goes in there with a the camera. I can look at the camera. Oh. Now, here's the thing, and you got to know this is me, because I doubt everybody else thought this. I looked at the screen and I thought, that's not really in focus. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Anyhow, it, it's it, inside a penis, man. I get that. What do you want? Maybe you got a blurry penis. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was 100% maybe, accurate. Maybe that's just what it looks like in there. That's interesting. I have Robin Williams in that one movie, Penis. <laughs> what? Is there a movie where Robin Williams' character was blurry in real life? Uh, it was an anthology movie, Garen. You don't know He was in a movie called Focus. Oh, that's true. That could have been that. That's a great movie. But he wasn't out of focus. Wait, autofocus. Autofocus. No, I think it's just called Focus. Wait, what am I thinking? Oh, no, I'm thinking of One Hour Photo. That's totally different. So am I. What's Focus? Oh, are you thinking of Nothing. Constructing Harry, Elliot? I think so, yes. Yeah, oh. I, I was thinking of One Hour Photo. Oh, is that that Woody Allen movie? That's the Woody Deconstructing Harry's Woody Allen movie. Yeah. yeah. One Hour Photo is where he's a psycho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the movie I liked. Which I still They should have called that Focus. <laughs> so I would have been right earlier. There you go. <laughs> but anyhow, so... so you know, he goes up in there, and I and, and I'm like, oh, I should I should look I should look at this. Uh, you know, I might as well get yes. some entertainment value out of this. I mean, who who passes up a chance to see inside their own body? That's right? crazy. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you you went through all this. You should you should look. So um, so the stent appeared as a bright white, uh, lozenge shaped fuzzy thing, and he's like, that's the stent. And I'm like, oh, that big white fuzzy thing. Yeah, I did not. I did not, uh, you know, put down his camera and say it was not in focus. I, I decided that probably wasn't a good idea with a guy yeah. with a tube up my urethra. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, so they got I mean, that how out. How are you supposed to keep the lens clear when it's going through all sorts of Oh, no, that's gunk. fair. Oh, and the other thing. Oh, yeah, the, you're going through the gel and such. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, the other thing they had to do is they have to inject um, uh, saline, I guess, into uh. your bladder. So that it's out of the way, mm-hmm. so they can grab this thing. So that was also fun. That 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 process c- caused me to make Jesus a grunt noise. Christ, this is crazy. Yeah, uh, it it did cause me to think about how, like, I guess women go through something of a similar uncomfortability at least once a year. Anyway, um, once a year. Well, don't you go to your gynecologist once oh, a year oh, if you're oh. doing uh, and you got to. I like somebody... how you said that and then turn into Don Rickles for a second. They go through this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to my penis. The ladies have a tough time. Anyway, gang, I'll say this, hockey buck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then they, he, I think there's like a, a some kind of a thread or something attached to this that they, and he said, so the nurse was helping and he, he said, open, close. So I guess there's like a, there must be some a kind of grabber, grabber, which I couldn't see, but apparently yeah. they could. And so it goes, it grabs the thing, pulls it out. Now, as I've described, this is a tube with a hook on the end. Yeah. When that hook comes out of your ureter and then also out of your urethra, you notice. Yeah. It's dragging. And that's with gel. Yeah. <clears throat> Stop it now. I'm with yeah, Garen. That, that's the end of that's the end of it. That's, okay. Yeah. It, now, and the good news is it's only two minutes. Like like the the the, the, the wow. worst part of it is two minutes. Right. Jeez. And so thank goodness for that. Mm-hmm. Um and so from here on out, I you know, I've got to heal up again. Uh, you know, it should take a few days and uh, hopefully everything will be cool and groovy. And the only thing is uh, they didn't tell me what kind of stone I got and I forgot to ask. Oh, well, follow up on He seems like yeah. a nice man. <laughs> you know what? He's very professional, but I do get the impression he's, he's a good doctor. I got the impression that he has certain specific things that if yeah. they happen, he doesn't like them. Let me ask you this. If you do decide to masturbate, do uh, uh, you think that'll be bloody? Oh. That's a legit question that I wish I hadn't asked. <laughs> I, I can tell you that uh, when it could have been, it wasn't. If that helps you. <laughs> yeah, I think Why we get it. Why can't you control yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, that, that's insane. 
Why can't you control yourself? Says the guy who jerks off three times a day in a hotel room. I would be legit terrified that I would be doing I, that in that stent. We're going to shoot now. I would. I, I mean, that's medical, not how the it f- makes physiology no works. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Not coming from the same place whatsoever. But I would still be like, just yeah. let's to be safe. Let's not mess with anything down there. Right. In, 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 in that vein, so to speak, um, my question to the doctor was, I was worried because of certain uh, uh, discomfort that I had that the stent maybe had moved. And so when the doctor came in be- while I was waiting for the gel to work, I asked him that question. He goes, no. Like Jeez. he literally is like, what are you, an idiot? This guy kind of sounds like an asshole. Yeah. Well, he's a surgeon. Yeah. So I think on on look I've had I've worked, dealt with surgeons before he Wait, was much nicer than the previous one. You said he was a good doctor. Is yeah. he the, the good, good doctor? doctor? Oh shit. No. Should have done this back in October. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, so then uh that's that's the saga. And uh and all hopefully right. it'll all be good. I I had some other symptoms that I have to wait to find out if they will also go away because it suggested that the things were connected and they may or may not be. But otherwise uh did you get to see the contents of the basket when it came out? I have not. That would drive me crazy. You want to know what's in I want to see yeah. what was in me. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think I was so focused on the penis right. today that I just, I, all the other things blanked out. Sure. But fortunately, like I remember to ask the important question. Well, the basket would have come out last week, right? Sure. But with the, with I, I obviously pieces. wasn't going to ask then. I mean, I don't know. Like how, how small does it break up the, the stone? Oh, that's a good question. Because like that, that's... If you're going to take a thing, uh, 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 not it's not a foreign body. It was created in your body. But mm-hmm. if you're going to take a hard piece of something out of me, I just want to get a look at what was causing all that trouble. But, just, they, but they break yeah. it up, right? They break it up. And I, and I guess it might not be anything to look at. But I still want to be like, yeah, you motherfucker. Yeah. And I haven't seen the CT scan yet either because I think that would probably have shown the shape of it mm-hmm. before it was broken up. Yeah. But I'm, mm. I'm visualizing something very pointy. <laughs> but probably I would just want to make sure it wasn't like a tooth. <laughs> and that I have some what the fuck? like you're growing what a tooth in like your I kidney a, like I ate a twin in the womb dude you were the also, one that was getting all how, squeamish before no, so there's a human being biting your cock from the does, inside from the inside how does a tooth get in your kidney he's, he's got a he's got a phantom twin phantom or something yeah. oh boy you did have a phantom twin right well you got a no. twin you have an actual twin no what, what's oh oh no, you're named, you're named twin. after Elvis, Elvis Presley's is, twin brother. That's what I'm thinking. Died at birth. His real name. Mm-hmm. We found it, and then I ate him. I ate him, and hopefully it got into my kidney. And that's what the song Hound Dog is about. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't nothing but one. Yeah, trying all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got mail. Oh, okay, where's the button? There it is. The mail is here. Chata, chata. The mail is here. Rice mail. Rice mail. Horchata. Horchata. Oh, Horchata. Yeah. 69. After Madam. Scooby Dooby Dooby Dooby. Dicks are. I don't know what these are. I'm going to put. I'm going to hide those down low. Too slow. Um, and then get to what. Uh, I'd thank you to please use a smaller font, wow. sir. If there's any way you could probably what is that eight? Get this done to an eight or a seven. <laughs> Good lord! Hello from Southern Oregon. My name is Nathan Dozier. Oh, kosher rhymes with kosher. He tells us that uh, Nathan Dozier. Uh, I've been listening to your show for several years now. I honestly can't remember when I started. I joined the Players Club in 2018 after dilly dallying about it for far too long. Earlier this year, my wife of almost 22. Oh boy, god damn it! Uh, earlier this year, my wife of almost 22 years was diagnosed with congen- uh, congestive heart failure. Oh. Uh, after a hospitalization, she's on medication and diet restrictions and is on the mend. Oh, okay. Uh, but between taking care of her, working full time, and raising my children, life has taken a turn for the maddening. 
through all of the craziness and stress, one thing that I've come to rely on is knowing that your nonsense will be there several hours a day. Well, sorry about Elliot's. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. This guy's going through enough. We had a fucking day. Uh, you lay that on top. Uh, there's been many times I've been walking and listening and I've had to stop in the middle of the sidewalk because I'm laughing too hard to go on. Well, that's nice to hear. I listen to a fair amount of podcasts, but none of them mean as much to me as Never Not Funny. Mm. I've had the pleasure of seeing Jimmy perform in Portland of August of 2018 at a late show in Helium, uh, also known as Helium, uh, as well as meeting him after the show. And for me, it was one of the highlights of that month, if not the entire year. Well, my pleasure, sir. As a token of thanks, uh, I thought that I would give you guys some gift cards to a place I know that is dear to your hearts. Hearts. Please use them. Uh, f- uh, feel free to use them for lunch, a sad sack dinner, or a little snicky snack to get you through your day. <laughs> There's even one for the guests if you're so inclined to give it to them. No, nah. no way. Please tell them I said hello. Not going to do that either. <laughs> uh, again, thank you for the years of joy you brought to me and so many others. They know who they are. And I look forward to many years of listening to your show. Never forget Nathan Dozier from Medford, Oregon. I have a guess. What do you got? I think it's Der Schnitzel. Oh, I think it's 7-Eleven. No, 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah. all right. All right, so uh, I would pass these out, but I'm gonna just going to put them off to the side here. That's great. And we could use these. Uh, Thanks, Nathan. That's awesome. Did, yeah, thank you, Nathan. Awesome. Very nice of you. And I'm very sorry to hear about your wife. I hope that... Uh, yeah. But happy to hear that she's on the mend. Yes. And uh, but, 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 man, I can't, uh, I can't imagine coming home to that kind of news. And yeah. uh, <laughs> It's got to suck. And we did meet that... Yeah, we met the father, Eric, of uh, that young man, uh, Ryder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent those T-shirts. Uh, yep. His son, that they travel hours to... Uh, to and fro from his um, Therapy, his, chemotherapy. Uh, his chemo and yeah. that they listen to him not funny on that trip and uh, the child might be too young for that but they still do it and yeah. um, we met him and it was nice to, to meet that gentleman in St. Louis yeah. in St. Louis uh, another piece of mail alright I'm only doing two this week because of uh, we haven't been here in a while and if anything is um, time sensitive sure I want to uh, certainly get that out of the way here Garen, how you doing there? We'll talk to you after the break. You know that. Man, every time you do that, I get nervous. What's that? That I'm going to slight my... Yeah. 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 By all means, look over at him while you're doing it. (laughs) 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 Um, All right, here we go. This says... uh, This is... Oh, this is... Oh, you know what? This is from Stitcher. No. Do you know what this is then? No. Uh, I got new headphones. Somebody's got new headphones. Whoa. Happy New Year from Stitcher. This is, by the way, this was uh, to me specifically to Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, so they're yours. So I guess fuck uh, all the rest of us, right? Uh, no, we, I mean we could certainly use them here in studio, uh, unless they're, they're probably like Bluetooth uh, Sennheiser. Man, look at those; those are nice. Uh, unlock your home audio's true potential. Cool. There's no evidence that they're uh, um, Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Oh. Huh. That's strange. You can listen to that back later and see how well those headphones work. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what does it say on the side right there? That seems to indicate some uh, detachable cable. Okay. So yeah, they're just wired headphones. Hmm. Cool. Well, won't that won't that be helpful here in the in house? Sure. Or do, or do we have uh, do we already have good headphones? That we we have good headphones, but uh, it's always nice to have a, another pair. All right. Well, yeah. thanks, Stitcher. I, I'm sorry for opening that up on the air. I thought uh, uh, I thought it was because it's if you look at the thing, it says. God. Oh, what the Jimmy, the bat. Wait, I, Garen, I, 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 he's being attacked. Somebody, somebody help! Somebody help him! I, oh, I can't. I he's too far away. Hey, <laughs> um, it, it's from a girl's name. You know, it does say Stitcher right on there. I just saw yeah. the name, yeah. and I was like, oh, it's from a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I opened it on the air. I never would have opened that on the air. Well, they are fans of ours. They've told us so. At, at Stitcher? Well, Stitcher is the name of what used to be Midroll. 
Oh, okay. Well, it's the parent company of your wolf. Wait, does that mean? Oh, this is uh, just a gift then, or it doesn't mean Sennheiser is about to be? Uh, oh, I don't know. Sponsor. That's we, a, we would welcome them. That's a good question, actually. We would welcome. It that. seems like it's a New Year's gift, which I've never, never heard of being. I'm thing. wearing Sennheiser well, myself. Never heard of a New Year's gift yeah, coming in March <laughs> <laughs> from our, from the host. That's I don't think they've ever given us a. Any kind of well, they've sent T-shirts and stuff, but that's just yeah. But that's very nice. That's cool. Very nice of them. Yeah, those are really taking cool. it seriously. They know that uh, there's chatter of us leaving. And, uh, <laughs> they want to woo Come us again? and make sure that we don't uh, that we don't leave. All right, I see Garen Cockrell's uh, you shadow. You didn't give many instructions. May have look at Big John out. DiMaggio walking in, taller than I remember. <laughs> um, sits down comfortably. Understands as a professional, you don't walk in talking into a room. Right, he sits down like a gentleman, even though he uses his voice for his living. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, choosing to stay silent, I go a little Marcel Marceau. Uh, oh, look oh, at a, little, a little mime, yeah. There it is. Oh boy, look at the face work. Uh, now, John DiMaggio and I worked together many, many years ago at the uh, Harrah's, the Improv at Harrah's, and I'm looking forward to hearing many, many years later the other side of that story. <laughs> you did once tell the story, your side of the story. I will tell it again. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but I, I, or I, I may just want John's version and then maybe I got to go back in and fill some holes because yeah. I think if I tell mine or maybe I tell mine and he well, goes, oh no, yeah. this is what it was. Right, right. Hmm. At any rate, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Big John D is here. That's what I call him. <laughs> I've not so, I've spoken to this guy since that true. day. Um, but I had the pleasure. Here's the truth. I had the pleasure. I was watching a documentary about voiceover people. And John was in it, and I did not know that uh, that uh, Red Johnny uh, had uh, was even still in the business. Uh, and 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 by all accounts, he's not in comedy anymore. Because why would you when you're one of the biggest names in voiceover? That's true. And that's why you heard those pipes. <laughs> that's an example of the magic that that guy brings to every animated program. Uh, if you've got seven hours, go to his IMDb page and read his credits. <laughs> Because uh, my son is still there scrolling through them, and he, he knows all of his work. Yeah. I mentioned, my, 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 my son knows enough about this, by the way. I said, we got John DiMaggio coming in, and he, and he goes, Bender? <laughs> yeah. My son, 11 years old. He shouldn't know voiceover actors' names. He's a smart kid. He is a smart kid, but I don't like that he's this deep in animation. <laughs> bothers me. All right, let's take a break. John DiMaggio is here. We're thrilled that he's here. He's taken away from uh, the round guy. Uh who was they were a team it was red johnny and the round guy uh-huh. i think the premise was maybe i could maybe i'm remember, remembering this wrong i drank a lot in the 90s uh red johnny because at some point your hair may be a little redder than it is today and then the round guy because i believe that gentleman may have had a weight problem he, he had a round face oh shit and a round being he was round so he was <laughs> he was the round guy but then i gained weight and it became red johnny is the round guy and friends <laughs> <laughs> and he's still in the business what's his story no he's out he's long gone we'll get into it oh jesus we're gonna we'll, get we'll, into we'll get into it all right we're, boy, we're gonna get into it i've just okay. been told uh all right we're gonna take a break we'll be back well, right, who? uh one more thing i forgot oh. get, get, get. one more thing what is it uh response for the vip levels has been wonderful yeah yeah um and uh, so we, we the for whatever reason we're not ordering until monday the 11th yeah so you have until 8 a.m that's 11 p uh, 11 a.m eastern right on monday to the the 11th to make the decision if you want to be uh, in the Players Club, if you're not already in the Players Club, or if you want to upgrade to the VIP levels. Which gets you, at the $99 level, gets you the playing cards, the custom Never Not Funny deck of cards with our faces on them. And at 149 you get those cards plus 
20 custom poker chips, five of each of us on the faces of those poker chips. And uh, you can also upgrade. If you bought the regular Players Club package for $50 for the year, you can actually do an upgrade and uh, and add on the VIP to your existing order just so you, you pay the difference, obviously. But once we get to 8 a.m. On March 11th. March 11th. It's over. Yeah. It's over. And uh, that's people, your last chance to order. People were already uh, on uh, a lot of people were t- at, on our last trip, the St. Louis, and yeah. they were all very excited about uh, that, that they're going to be getting those. They, yes. They said uh, of, of all of the uh, VIP gifts over the years, this is the one that they're most excited about, which then made Matt and I go, hey, you know what? Let's give everybody one more week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe there's some other people that are, uh, you know, maybe behind and listening or whatever. Right. Let's give them an opportunity. So uh, do take advantage of that. Uh, but more importantly, even if you don't do that, we appreciate that you listen to uh, to us for free via Airwolf or you, uh, if you listen to the Players Club just uh, as a listener, we appreciate that as well. And if you don't know what you're, we're talking about, the Players Club is just an extra episode of Mirror Around Funny every week plus video of this year, the Earwolf episodes and the Players Club episodes. Uh, thanks to Elliot. You can get that for 50 bucks a year, $29.99 for six months, and then these VIP packages. All that information is available at Never notfunny.com just uh, click the premium link to find out more and create an account if you want to purchase and if you don't want to purchase that's okay too that's my point yeah purchase all right uh john dimaggio is here we'll be back right after this hey getting tickets online can be complicated well no more matt Belknap. oh no what's what's oh are you talking about the king of the seat i'm talking about the geek seat geek the singer that's what i had the sing of the seat the sink of the seat <laughs> Oh, just the right sink, just the right bounce. No, that's somebody else. That's somebody else completely. But you know what? You can enjoy just how comfortable your seat is at any given event. Concert, music, musical concerts, sporting (laughs) events that have concerts in the middle of them. Theater that doesn't have music. Right, you could do that. Theater. Spoken theater, is that what they call it? Yeah. I think they made Drama. They they just call it uh, drama, plays, the theater. Uh, SeatGeek's the way to go. There are hundreds of sites out there, varying levels of reliability. It's hard to know who to trust. Well, I got news for you. SeatGeek is the way to go. There are millions of tickets into one place. If I, it's an aggregate. Yeah, it just funnels it all into one. It funnels it into your phone, which is kind of fun. Uh, you look them all in one place. And, right. And you, do, you can go on there and go, you know, I don't want to go see Elton John. Uh, I've only got uh, this much money to spend. So you put your budget in there and then that whittles down how many seats that way. If, if you don't, you don't want to be bothered by those first two rows that some idiot selling for $4,000. Right. You don't need to see that. Don't waste my time on my phone. Don't waste my minutes. Right. Wait a minute. You're still paying for minutes? Yeah, I got MCI. <laughs> I got SeatGeek as one of my five friends. Nice. Uh, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to ticket source for everything from, and I've already said this, but now I'm going to read it uh, the correct way, sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Uh, I have used SeatGeek. I have both sold and bought mm. from SeatGeek. You're burning the candles at both ends. Yes, I am. Like a candle in the wind, speaking of Elton John. Yeah. Uh, you've also used them. Of course. Uh, yeah, what did I, I think I got my Mean Girls tickets uh, when Elise and I went to see Mean Girls. Oh, yeah? Which I'm still obsessed with. Listen to it every day in the car. Love it. That's a lot. It is, but I can't, I'm addicted to it. I've got the uh, app right here on my phone. In fact, I'll pull it up and I'll show it to you for those on the uh, video. While you're pulling that up, should I sing some Mean Girls? Um, I think Tita Fey's doing just fine. <laughs> there's the SeatGeek app right there. I got it right on my phone. That just let me there. Now let's open it up. First, uh, the first thing up is uh, the BTS World Tour. What does that mean? Do you think BTS is a uh, oh, that's that uh, pop K-pop band? Yeah, I think you're right. They're probably the biggest K-pop band. Well, they're going to be at the Rose Bowl, so they're that's pretty big. That's a hundred thousand people <laughs> coming to see them, and then you got the Celtics, the Lakers, 
Uh, my point is classic rivalry. There's stuff going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and SeatGeek is uh, the place to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, best of all, listeners of Never Not Funny can get ten dollars off their first SeatGeek purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code Pardo today. That is my last name, P-A-R-D-O. And you're going to get $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. SeatGeek! King of the seat. Hello, everybody. Yes, welcome back into the program. Episode 2404. Uh, John DiMaggio is here. Voiceover um, expert. Expert's not the right word. Uh, legend? Expert. <laughs> expert legend. I'm an expert legend on voiceover. <laughs> Who are you doing there? Who's that? That's nobody. That's um, <laughs> basically your old timey uh, radio yes. kind of pukers. They like were called pukers because they sounded like they were about to throw up when they were loud. <laughs> ten after the hour. Yeah, ten after the hour. Got a little Mario speed wagon coming out. <laughs> <laughs> There's something some local boys right here. to champagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, champagne Urbana. Come on, wow. Come on down. We're having a fest here at the University of Illinois. How do you know the U of I Champagne Urbana? Are you from that I, area? No, I'm not. I grew up in New Jersey, but I did go to a Bears game at the University of uh, of Illinois Champagne Urbana when they were playing there when they were redoing the oh when they were redoing, redoing Soldier Field. Field yeah yeah that was that was fun taking uh, a tri- it, that was just I yeah that was a lot why were you in that area to a uh, friend of mine was a Bears fan and okay. we went and they were playing the Jets and at the time I was rooting for the Jets and it was yeah and then yeah at the time you no longer root for the Jets. I don't I'm I'm good I'm all right yeah. what's that mean you don't follow football at all anymore uh, no or? I just I can't I can't get into the whole football thing there's too many too many owners that are crooked and it's just like all right, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't do it. I, All right. Well, Bob Kraft seems like a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He totally guy, seems like a guy good wants guy. a hand job. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Leave no him I alone. agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, no. the guy. The guy. Yeah. You know. But. But. You know. It's, of course, I, I am not dismissing the fact that there's human traffic in, involved in that story. Absolutely. Uh, when I uh, and maybe he doesn't know. Oh, he knows. <laughs> you think so? Once you walk in that room, you know. You know? Oh, I, absolutely. I sure. I, I've never been in one like that. Or no. maybe I have, and I don't know. Yeah. Mm. No, I. You know, I've never gotten a hand job at a, at a massage parlor. I well, should tell you that. There you but, go. Uh, All right. Uh, not for a lack of asking. <laughs> not for a lack of asking. <laughs> if you don't ask, how do you know? That's, That's right. It. You That's don't true. know. That's true. People have told me what you like. There are little cues, a little a cues slash clues you could. Mm-hmm. Like you could put, you could leave money, like you you get undressed and you could leave some money by your clothes and they'll see that and mm. know that then you are interested oh. in that. Oh, wow. Or if they, if it, it, you could also go the other way. Oh, I just left my stuff out. I'm not really doing that. You told me that someone told you that if they have signs everywhere that say, do not ask, that means that you do because yeah. they got in trouble for it. So that means they oh. do do this. Oh, wow. Right. That is, that's, which, which by the way, I'm never asking confusing. because then yeah, I'm sure. Bob Kraft. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The yeah, one yeah. fucking time yeah. I'll ask yeah, yeah, yeah. is sure. the day that the sting happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And by that, I mean, they play police songs. Yeah. <laughs> What? Do, do, do. Uh, John DiMaggio is here. Let's go around the horn. Let's say hello to uh, the check in with the Pop Culture Bees Info Desk, sponsored by dogpile.com. That is Garen Cockrell. Hello, Garen. Hello. Uh, now, Garen, we haven't seen you in a week either. How's <coughs> everything going okay? It, I mean, it's, it's not. Going but, fine. You know, yeah. It's a rough time, but I'll get through it. All right. Uh, I did see cats. We haven't talked about oh, cats. Oh, we do have to talk about it. Now, John, are you a fan of musicals? Is that something you're into? You know what's funny? I, I, I can't, I, I won't go see cats. 
but I'll see other musicals. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like, I recently Any saw other my, musical. Yeah, I recently saw My Fair Lady at Lincoln Center, and it right. was brilliant. Um, I, I saw uh, uh, Color Purple recently, like uh, like two, two, two years ago, and that was, I mean, you know, you're sobbing in the, right. in the you know. Did the, you see that here in L.A.? No, I saw it in New York, and it was absolutely brilliant. And uh, uh, Erica Erivo, I think her name yeah. is, just unbelievable show-stopping stuff but then the last time i was in new york like i i had never seen jersey boys and we went and i, I we left it at, at intermission oh, oh it, it just was oh, it was boy. just not good and it and it's like the 19th cast right to do it like everybody in the cast is just like i've been, you know i've been touring uh, like iowa you know doing this show and yeah. it, it's like all right okay but but no i'm i'm down with the musical i'm very sentimental about musicals the thing I saw The Sound of Music at my sister's high school when I was a kid, and I was blown away by all the Von Trapp family that they had, and I was like, oh, man, I want to do that, which is funny. So it's just like there's like a, you know, there's like a, a this little special sp space in my heart for musicals, but... I, I, you never did them in high school. I did them in high school. Oh, did? Sure, okay. I did yeah. like Guys and Dolls and Grease and of stuff course. like that. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. everybody did Grease, I think. But you know, um, but but uh, yeah, I mean, Cats though. Well, because Cats is horrible. Cats is. No, if I have some some guy crawling over my chair while I'm, <laughs> you know, it, I'll no. Yeah. You know, I'm with that. Yeah. No. No. Now that said, Garen, how was it? How was it? I've never seen it before. I have no idea what the story is well there isn't there one. isn't a, yeah I, like crazy. i was like i but didn't you, know but what you the fuck is a jellicle cat <laughs> and, yeah if you don't know there's no story going in you you would sit there going what yeah. what that the, doesn't what make happening sense? yeah yeah because it's just a bunch of vignettes it's just it's, a bunch of cats it's two hours of introducing characters <laughs> yeah. oh, i'd fucking lose my mind it's and you know what i mean technically it's it's great the performance, they're all great. Okay, there's four good songs. Is that, is that safe Where to say? Where did you see it? The Pantages. Oh, so it's the major touring. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, for what it is, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's around for so long for a reason, and people love. What is it. that reason? I, I don't know. Because I saw it, it and I, I fell think, asleep. I, I hated songs. it. I, they like songs. And I can only point out. Yeah, two they like. So, they like Andrew Lloyd Webber. They like the, you know, the whole. Touch me, it's so easy to rub me. No, I don't think those are the <laughs> so words. It's so easy John. to scratch. You're talking about the massage parlors again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 uh, here's the crazy part. That's the first musical I ever saw on Broadway. See, there you go. As a kid, like I was seven years old or something. At the Winter Garden exactly. Theater. Exactly. Sure. And I think that fucked me up for 20 years. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't want to see musicals because of that. And that's sad. That's messed up. It is up. sad. I, if yeah. I finally came out the other side of it, but yeah. You did. The did Band's you Visit. The Band's Visit. Great, great. Oh, incredible everybody about that. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. I've not seen that. Yeah. It's coming to the... To the Amundsen, right? One of those. It might be, it might be the Pentages next year. I think you're right. Yeah. It might that. be... Uh, most of the shows next year are at the Dolby. Dolby. Dolby, yeah. Dolby, yeah. So it might be oh, there. Oh, wow. Uh, That's a good show. You should go see it. So you saw it, you enjoyed it, but you don't know what I, happened. I'm glad I saw it. Right. I never need to see it again. No. <laughs> Check that box yeah. and get out of it. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those ones you should see if wow. you like musicals just because of its, you know, its history. Right, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Mm now, what about, uh, before we got on the air, you said that there might be some, uh, some oh. Uh, breaking news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just do we got him? by the Hollywood Reporter. Do, do we got him? No. Do we oh, get him? God. Nashville is getting a Broadway stage show. What? what? Oh, boy. We were obsessed with the TV show Nashville. Oh. <laughs> and I've just been told they're going to ruin the legacy uh, by, it, doing by doing a doing Broadway. A that sucks. Wow. That's not good. 
No. That's not good. No. What, the, what Does it depend on what that means? Well, let's find what 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 what, uh, what other information do you have there, Garen? This uh, is from, of course, the Hollywood Reporter. This is breaking news. I was the, I thought maybe we got him. <laughs> it we seems got, like what you get. No, he's uh, going nuts. No, no, Trump. That we got. Trump. Oh, we got him. He's going yeah. nuts on Twitter again. Oh, is he going nuts on Twitter today? Yeah. Mm. Presidential harassment. Shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck. <laughs> that's up. that's one of the reasons why. That's the major reason why I stopped following the Jets. Oh, really? Because oh. of Woody Johnson. And his involvement with Trump. Gotcha. Oh, boy. I was just like, no, nah, can't do it. Okay. You know, and got named as UN ambassador to, mm. to the UK, I think. Or I, something stupid. Like, what the fuck is this guy got? <laughs> Any credentials to... And Woody Johnson's an asshole. Doesn't know how to run a team. So forget it. I'm done. Right. All right. That's it. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. By the way, that's how I... Re, uh, another... Uh, not only did I see the documentary... Uh, about voiceover and such. I executive I'm, produced that puppy. And I didn't that care was for mine. It. No, I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I thought I liked the talent. I thought the production sure. values were very poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but on Twitter, it's one of those things like where people from your past kind of resurface. I had a very rare, funny slash shitting on Trump tweet that made the rounds. It got a little bit of heat, and then I saw that it was like maybe in the middle of the night where where you could see that just one person liked your tweet as opposed to when it says a bunch. Right. And it was John DiMaggio liked your tweet. John DiMaggio followed you. I'm like. I wonder if that's the same fucking guy. <laughs> and sure enough, it was. And so it was like, well, and then you're you're relentless on there as well. I, you're very I, funny and yeah, I can't um, stand that fucking guy. I can't wait till the hammer drops. Yeah, I thought we the got hammer it. and the sickle drops. Hey, anyway, oh. folks, USSR. Uh, not just funny, not just funny, <laughs> funny voices. Yeah. Some, some would argue only funny voices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure you get those uh, oh, people talking. Yeah. To you. Say, hey, stick the bender. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you just ruined Futurama for me. Did I? Oh, oh really? Good. Prepare yeah. to be. Yeah. Prepare everything Great. to be. Ruined. I hope you never enjoy I, anything again. Yes. That you like yes. Exactly. Yes. Like, Scram. Oh my God. Um, all right, Garen. Any uh, details on this, Nashville? Uh. It's going to be um, an original story with entirely original music written by major Nashville and Broadway songwriters. Yeah. Scott Delman is <laughs> producing it. Yeah. He did. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Black <laughs> Mormon. Yeah. Why are like you, you met a Delman? <laughs> Why is that the guy who gets uh, the, your anger? He's uh, yeah. a terrific songwriter out of the Nashville area. Sure, absolutely. I don't know. That, I don't know. I've never heard of the guy. Nah, it's just, it just sounds so suspect. It sounds horrible. We're going to have to see this thing. And oh, of you course. Know yeah. It's going to be. We, saw Na- we sat through Nashville live. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to go oh, see this. So, oh, wow. so, so this sounds like it's essentially an episode of Nashville on stage. Yeah. That, I think, is the That's thing bonkers. we don't want. It depends on the casting. Does it? If they can get the, what if they get the original cast? Or They're not, they, Connie Britton is not going to no, show up. Not her. But Laura Benanti <laughs> might do it. But Laura Benanti might do it. Yeah. Did you see her in My Fair Lady? Is that who you no, saw? No, I saw, uh, um, oh, what's her name? Um, and she was brilliant. She was nominated for the Tony. Um, oh, God, who what is it? Lauren Ambrose. Lauren Ambrose from uh, like you know uh, uh, Six Feet Under fame. Mm -hmm. Um, She was absolutely brilliant, Um, pitch perfect, and just a beautiful voice. And everybody was amazing in it. It was it was incredible. Great. I've heard people say this is the best production of My Fair Lady in history. It's I mean, and it's it's incredible. And it's at Lincoln Center. Like they don't you know you don't. They don't fuck around. Yeah, you're not getting the B team. No, no, you're not. And and she and she just showed up. I mean, like it's crazy. They have you know they 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 went through a cash change, but it's all the the A list people. So you know, so I don't know. It's it's, fantastic, my fair lady. And I was like, all right, my fair lady, I'll go. (laughs) I was just like, this is so good. You loved it. 
So much. So won't stop talking Trump, about it. What do you got? Trump signs bill reversing Obama rule to ban gun purchases by mentally ill. Oh God! Sounds good. Isn't that the, the one? Isn't that the one that we all agree on? Isn't that the yeah, one seems thing possible. everybody the agrees on? How the fuck is this guy still? I don't know. Because what enough they, of those morons. I don't know, John. I I think you know we're all sitting here going, "Come on, Robert Mueller! Come on, Robert Mueller! Get it together!" But I think that this guy is so by the book and wants to have everything yeah. completely concrete, mm-hmm. set in stone, so that there is no doubt. There's no not a not a single thing. It, it's yeah, it, he, it's just got to take him down. I I, I oh, who the f- who the fuck in their right mind would think that that's a good thing to do? I I I, I the NRA is that it? I'm that's like, it. Another yeah. sale. That's it. Right. It's I, it's re- like it's oh, ridiculous. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, and and oh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't scream. That's your money maker. Yeah, that is. I don't yeah, want right. You to lose no, you. I got to kick this in. Court. Take it easy. Um, uh, all right. Well, Gary, good talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Get me a rope. Um, all right. Any, wait, all right. Fine. Anything it was, else? It was just bizarre, a weird. It's just a weird show. Okay. Well, but, but any uh, anything else? Any movies you, that you, uh, you recommend? I saw Dragons last night. It was pretty good. What's that? What's that? How to Train, How to train Dragon. Dragon Three. Oh, are you guys calling it Dragons? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say Dragons. Yeah. Like we all. No, you know. You know why I know that. That what he meant because last night my wife and I watched How to Train Your Dragon Two. You did oh. not. Yes, we did. Wait, with a child near you? No. Two adults. Two adults. Decided that was a yeah. And yeah. It's great. Come on. Oh, I've heard great. those are good. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's great. I've said it on the show and I'll say it again. Train your dragon on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me see the results. <laughs> I don't need to see. Incredible voice cast. Beautiful, beautiful uh, animation. It was great. I don't like the look of the dragon. That's the truth. I, I, I will watch an animated film. And I don't care. Well, I'll totally do it. Well, you kind of have to illegally, don't you? The, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, you want to know what's going on, what everybody's doing and what people that are doing those films are, yeah. you know, uh, the ideas that they're coming up with, so you're hip to it. But, but yeah, but, I mean, there's sometimes you miss something like that sequel, and you know. But uh, no, I, I I love that stuff. I, we just watched uh, Ralph Rex the Internet because I hadn't seen it, and it was and I'm in it, and I was up for an <laughs> Academy Award, and it didn't win, but that's okay. Because did you enjoy? No, I know you were a cast member. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. Really, I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, and the voice too. cast was great. You liked it too. I did. Yeah, so, no, so, it sounds like the only guy that didn't like it was 11 year old Oliver Pardo. Oh, He's a tough critic. He gave man. it a shrug. Give it a huge shrug. He also didn't really? like what did uh, oh he didn't like um, what just came out. Oh, the Lego movie. Lego movie too. That was a shrug too. Which I think uh, is I, I think it's getting a bum rap. I think it's I think it's actually I haven't pretty seen good. it. Yeah, I haven't seen I think, it. Uh, Garen didn't like it either, but I, I thought it was really funny. So the bum rap is from Oliver and Garen? Yeah, but it, I don't know. I guess that's I, I have a very limited. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not doing that well. It, it, it's not. Yeah, it didn't do very well. No. So I was surprised. And they also put it out in a weird. I think they, they think, thought they would have that time to themselves, but uh, oh. didn't work. Do you out. think Dragons is invading it? Well, now it is, but I don't know what happened. Dragons. <laughs> I could listen to that all day long. Yeah. Although you saying it will never happen again. Oh. I mean, I saw Dragons. Shut up. Yeah. That's you. It sounded like you were in a club for people who love How to Train Your Dragon. Right. Like that's that. That's how that reads. 
Got it. <laughs> so me and the other dragons were hanging out. We were, uh, you know, we were drinking some craft beers and, um, you know, talking about dragons. Uh-huh. Wingspans, that sort of thing. Oh, sure. You know. What is the biggest wingspan on a dragon? Do we know that? Uh, I'm going off the movie. Uh, I don't. Oh. I don't know. They're don't all look different at me sizes. Like I think there's real dragons. They're all different the sizes. I was just trying to figure out a, 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 a way to even gauge that for nah, you. I was taking it seriously. This is completely off topic. Did you get a haircut? Uh, I did cut my hair, yeah. You saw Mike Schmidt. You said, I got to get that look. <laughs> well, Wait, when you said, I've had. did you cut it yourself? Yeah. Oh, because it looks a little tighter along here. Yeah, I, I had to, I made some adjustments, you know, uh, but yeah, so I, this is an undercut. <laughs> Self-care. That's some self-care right there. You know what? Read the book. Some self-grooming care. Mm-hmm. That's it. Why is it that when I go and get an undercut, I'm a Nazi? <laughs> well, I, did make, I made the Mike Schmidt reference. Yeah. But he's got a but, ponytail. But I don't know. I don't know, Blondie. <laughs> why, why are you? <laughs> yeah, there's that. That's good. part of it. <laughs> Um, I, I think I think it's the flip Sorry. though. When you when you Sorry. get an undercut and you get that flip, it's that's a, it's a certified like that's a very. Like, also, you look like a Nazi. How about that? <laughs> and I don't. He doesn't. I, like I, I can't read more Jew if you wanted him to. If, 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 <laughs> if, if I was born in Germany during World War II and wanted to be a Nazi, I still would end up not being a Nazi. Yeah, that's true. He's leaning to the left while sipping his coffee. <laughs> what makes this podcast different from all other podcasts? <laughs> Folks, folks. Anyway, oh, anyway, gang. Anyway, gang. What? Uh, all right, Ellie. We've already talked to you. <laughs> yes, I'll say at it. length. At, at length. length. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Matt, hello. Hello. Uh, all right, John DiMaggio is here. We're uh, lucky he's taking time away from uh, recording one of the forty-nine thousand voices this guy does. Hey, thanks. Town. Mm-hmm. And you? Uh, now you don't really do any on-camera work, though, do you? No, I do do on-camera work. I just did, I just booked some uh, Apple show. Uh, it's called uh, the tentative title. I think it's Zeus. Um, it's. Um, I did, th- I did three episodes oh. occurring. Um, it's from the guys who did uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They're, they're oh, doing cool. a show for Apple. Yeah. And um, and they're because Apple's doing content just like, you know, Hulu and Netflix right. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So I just did that. I mean, uh, you know, I get I get bits here and there, which is cool. Not as much as, you know, as, as happened when I was younger. But, you know. I put good stuff. Like I did an episode of the newsroom a couple years ago. I did last year. I did uh, um, oh god, uh, uh, Superior Donuts. Just just things here and there. The most part, for the most part, my bread and butter is in your voice guy is in voices. But but uh, but do you like doing on camera stuff? Do yeah, okay, absolutely. You know, I'm you know, it's I'm I'm willing to do almost anything. I'm glad I said almost. (laughs) Um, But you know. Yeah, it's just predominantly I just get cast in a lot of cartoons and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh. They're, they're they're a lot of fun, you know. It's it's but yeah, I get to do on camera stuff here and there. Good, which is cool, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. But you mix it up. Well, I enjoyed it. I, I, all bullshitting aside, I enjoyed that documentary and the. Uh, Thank you very much. Voice. Now, now who else was Wally Winger involved with that? I forget. Did you feature I think, Wally? I think we had Wally in there. We met. Yeah, we had Wally. But in it was there. we had a lot of people. We we did a. 150 interviews, 160 hours of material of material wow. to pare down into 95 minutes. Right, but we got everybody. We got all, all like just about everybody. Um, I mean, we had we, we had um, June Foray and right, and you know Billy West and Maurice Lamarche and all my you know Futurama slash you know Disenchantment folks and and um, Tress McNeil. and uh, Tress McNeil. Hey, Disenchantment you know. is uh, Lisa's show, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Rough Draft, the company my wife works for, is did all the animation on Futurama and now they're, oh, now they're is, doing this is the new Disenchantment. This, gotcha. is a, this is like um, I t- I kind of like to call it if it's like the 
the Simpsons fuck Game of Thrones. <laughs> and it's, yeah, but it's, it's really, it's, yeah, it's, it's like medieval Futurama. Yeah, it's really <laughs> the other direction time wise from Futurama. Oh, yeah, a lot of fun. Now that yeah. said, Oliver loved that. Oliver loved uh, Disney. I like Oliver. I like Oliver a lot. Yeah, he's a uh, <laughs> dragon. Wait, what kind of shrug? The Lego yeah. and uh, Lego Movie Two and and Wreck It Ralph. And Wreck It Ralph. Ralph Rex. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's just it's just great. I, I I get I get to play. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it sure beats. I don't know. I you, the whole stand up thing for me like that ended in '96. I mean, and I've wait. So I worked a, with you one of your last gigs. You worked when? When it was like '95 when we worked together. I think it was. And it, yeah, yeah. It was like '95, mid '90s somewhere. Mid, like '95, '96, early '96. We we ended the act in in uh, in uh, mid to late '96. You and uh, Round Guy, Round Guy, whose yeah. name I couldn't pull right now for a million dollars. Let's not. Um, <laughs> oh, so you, you, it sounds uh, like maybe you're not friends with this gentleman anymore. Look, this is, yeah, I haven't spoken to him in 23 years. Really? Wow. You guys um, were a comedy a big, team. Yeah, and they, and they, and they don't work. No, um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was just, it was difficult. Listen, this, it, doing, working in that comedy team was like, basically, you know, like he was the quarterback, I was the running back. Hand, you know, set, you know, set up the play, hand the ball off to me, and I go. You know, and in the huddle, it'd be like, okay, we need five yards. I'd be like, great. Okay, set up, hand me the ball. And I go, I make a break, 23 yards, unbelievable run, get back to the huddle. Dude, I said five yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's that's basically how how it was. It was ridiculous. Now I should it was, you, I don't follow football. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, the there, fuck? You, there no. you go. Yeah. Uh, but I mean So but, you you would you you do you do your thing, you get big laughs, he'd be angry yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like what are we what are we doing, man? Yeah. Like what what what's going on? Like right. why are you, you know, and it just got worse and worse and he was just an he he was a he he was a drunk and it was just like it was he was a drunk before before i was a drunk that's for sure <laughs> um no but but i mean like he it, it just was not cool he was not a happy person uh and it was just really really it just became like i can't do this anymore i can't be i can't share the same stage with him like right. it was just too much David Tell had a great joke about red johnny and around he, because when i came out here i broke up the act and i came right out here and i got a job on Chicago Hope. Remember that? Mm -hmm. that uh, Manny you know, Dr. Yeah, absolutely. I called it not ER. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, but it was a show and I got booked on <laughs> Wait it. Wait a minute. No. What did you call it? Not ER. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I don't know why. I, but as soon as I said it, I was like, why did I just shit on the show that gave no. him his livelihood? No, no, no. It's ridiculous. It's okay. I was only supposed to do two episodes and I did 11 and it was a big deal and I was really excited. Mm -hmm. You know, just, you know, it was like that thing and it was just like, okay, I'm going. And he just went back to Connecticut and started working at the college, the job he had at college. Wow. Yeah, he, I don't know what, what he What was Attell's joke? Um, Attell's joke was, um, uh, Red Johnny's on Chicago Hope and the round guy's just hoping to get to Chicago. It <laughs> <laughs> was mean. Yeah, it was really <laughs> it was mean, mean. But it was so it's, But it's it also perfect. maybe uh, a lot of people that like the round guy based on that. Yeah. Now you have a story I want to know what the hell? What what is this story? I got to know. This is one of those stories that. Uh, what did we do? That I tell uh, you guys didn't do anything. Okay. Here's what happened. So it was, it was me, Doug Benson, Doug Benson, and you guys. Yes. And, and he did that Hoover Dam yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was wonderful. Yeah, it was great. Um, I at the time had a uh, drinking and or gambling problem, <laughs> and maybe Doug also did. 
So one night, uh, well, every night, Doug and I would go out drinking and 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 gambling, and uh, we I, and, and we did as well, and you guys did as well, yeah. and we would see you guys at. We were obsessed with the game Let It Ride. Yes, um, yes, and we would play that. Yes, um, and then one night we decided let's go off site and let's go next door to Harrah's, which I forget the name of that casino. Uh huh. So we're in there, and it's got to be maybe two in the morning, and and Doug and I are at the table, and. Uh, <laughs> And then that's when we saw you guys, and you guys like kind of wandered in and saw us playing there. Uh, then you guys went about your way, and Doug and I continued to gamble and drink. Um, then maybe five five thirty in the morning, uh, Doug gets up to go to the bathroom, and while I'm so I'm still at the table, and I'm trying to remember all of this. I'm still at the table, and I uh, I say, hey, you know what? Uh, give me another twenty dollars worth of chips or whatever. And then he went. The uh, dealer goes, you're good. And I was like, no, no, I'm not good. I, I need, I need more chips. He goes, you're good. And then the pit boss comes over, and says, uh, yeah, you're gonna, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bring you, uh, we're gonna cash you out. And I was like, what, what? I go, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna cash you out. You're, you're done here today. And I was like, I'm done here today. What? And I go, well, I'm waiting for my buddy. They go, he's already gone. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I look over, and his chips are gone. And I don't know what happened to Doug Benson. And oh my god! So I cash out. I walk outside. The sun's out, like it's six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, now. Yeah, the yeah. sun's out. Yeah, and Doug's laughing like crazy. He goes, "I just got kicked out of a casino." <laughs> and I go, "I just got kicked out of a casino," and we can't believe that we got kicked out of a casino. So then we sleep it off, and we come to the showroom, and we say to Carl, the guy in the sound booth at the Improv, they go, uh, and we're, we're not letting we we don't reveal it's us. We go, uh, hey, we saw some guys get kicked out of uh, whatever whatever his neck binions or whatever's next door. We saw some guys get kicked out last night, and Carl goes, "Man, you got to really be assholes to get kicked out of a casino, especially that one. They'll tolerate a lot, but I mean, if they take the time to oh kick you my out, God. you guys—not I mean, you guys, you, uh, whoever that they—if they're really I go, yeah, boy, I don't remember them being that big of a problem, but <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so then Doug and I are like, looking at each other, like, what? Because we don't remember. No. So then you guys come into the green room." And they and you guys go, hey, how you two feeling? And we go, we're good. And they go, uh, and you say, uh, uh, that's good because man, you guys were assholes last night. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> so to this oh, day, no. I'm not kidding. I don't know what we did. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. Fuck you! Oh, Get out! The only reason you're here is for this. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> oh my god! Damn it! We got to get the round. Get guy. round guy. <laughs> Shit! Call the college. Oh, get round guy. God. Oh shit! You don't remember? No, I Son guess. Son of a bitch! I guess. Oh, wow! Damn it! I don't remember a fucking thing about that. And by the way, that trip, I found out that I had a gambling problem as well. Oh, is that true? <laughs> oh yeah, because I spent all the money all we the money. earned. Yep. All the money we earned, and maybe some more of it. Yep. And I went back home to my to New York, and was just like, and you know, my fiance at the time was just like so um you know so how'd it go i was like it's great <laughs> really fucking tell her that i spent all the money i earned but, right oh god yeah nah fucking yeah yeah we all be i remember because we all did become obsessed with let it ride yeah and no we, that was and we'd that all was re, it we'd all report back the next day how'd you guys do let it ride did you do okay and i won a shit ton of money in the beginning of that weekend on Let It Ride, and I spent all of that, yep. and I spent all the money we earned. I remember that, too. I remember that you oh my God. won big early at Let It Ride. Yes. Even though the casino will tell you, those are the worst odds in the casino. Yeah. What but we were it? like, What's but he game? won. Yeah, yeah. And so dummies. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't, do you remember the premise of Let It Ride? Um, basically, it's like a five card, uh, five card. Um, I think it's a five card stud game where you have like uh, you, you, you you have share cards. You have two. Yeah, there's three cards on the table, two cards in your hand. Um, if you have jacks or better in your hand, you just you just kind of put the you know you you let it you, you let, let it ride. It ride. Let it, okay, and, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. And and you know because I got like four of a kind. I got like four eights. Yeah. I think, and it was just like whoa. God! Right. I had a little bit on the bonus. It was just like it was one of those games where you're like, "Here's the bonus for this. If you put a you know put a dollar on this bonus, you'll get you know you'll get a fingertip hand job, which is you know right. just just fingertips." And then you know it was just it was ridiculous. And yeah, I really wish, I really wish I remember what you guys did. Damn it! I'm so sorry. That's just, such a bummer. Doug doesn't remember. Doug doesn't like talking about it. I don't care. I talk about it any chance I can get because it's ridiculous that as a grown man, I was kicked out of a casino <laughs> and I'm a pretty nice person. Yeah. And but apparently yeah. that evening I was not. Wow. Were yeah. you, a, you were a mean drunk, though, weren't you? Was that not true? Then that know. must have been. I was. I, I guess I was. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I know. Well, I know I was a mean drunk, but mm. I don't I don't remember being mean there. Right, I just kind of right. remember. I do know. Oh, I, the one thing funny. I remember is that Doug thought it was very funny to keep take like it would say the dealer's name, let's say it said Jack, that he would, like that little shingle, he would take it and then put it upside down. And <laughs> oh, then, you guys, oh man, you, so he, you were just, you were just, you were just inserting pins underneath fingernails. Yes, we were assholes. And just, yeah, oh uh, my God. But I don't, I remember that. That's the only specific yeah. thing I remember, but I, it's one of those things where I think I thought we were being charming and fun. Right. But, no, no, that's you know, they don't kick you off for being charming and fun. <laughs> <laughs> then I, Sir, please, you, the, the women can't take it anymore. You oh guys are just, a, you guys are too much of a delight. We're yeah. going to ask you to take off. Like in your head, you were Dean Martin. Yes. Yeah. In reality. In, in Sam Kinnison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think, you think Doug remembers more than he lets on and that's why he doesn't like to talk about it? Oh, no, that's a great question. That's a great question. No, we're talking about Doug Benson <laughs> and his memory. <laughs> yeah. At this point, that's not. Did it happen? No. Yeah, no. Right. No. It's the only one. It's like coded in like a, a pot protection. He'll never forget right. it. It's yeah. Just, yeah. That's it. It's just there. Uh, my fa- one of my favorite coffee mugs, getting Doug with high. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been on that? Yeah, I've been, yeah. yeah. Been on the program? Been on the program. Yeah. Been on the program. I keep the temple clean. Yeah. You should have asked him about it that one month. Remember he was doing his documentary, Super High Me, yeah. where he was high for, straight for a month, a month and then and he was then sober, sober for a month. Yeah. Then when he was sober, that's when you that's should have. That's when you should have Get in there. Get into that oh, brain. Get that head. I wish I. Oh, uh, man. You know I'm what? I'm so sorry. After 23 years, I think you and Ron, Ron Guy have yeah, to talk. Yeah, that's it. I guess I got to say. You got to reach out. What are, the, what are the chances he remembers, though? You, you know what? None of you. No, no, no one else I, in the situation remembers. I bet. He bets he remembers. I bet. I of bet course. You think he does? If I he's truly he out of the business, he's got. He's the, those are the guys with all of the memories. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because there's nothing else past that point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Totally. All right. Oh so, yeah, Gary, get Ron Guy on the blower. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we don't know his name, of course, because John refuses to give it. Nah, I'm not going <laughs> to. No, don't blame me. Yeah, huh? Reach out. Yeah, huh? Ridiculous. Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah huh? East Coast yeah. guy shows up. Yeah. Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah, I ain't, I ain't no, doing that. I'm not doing that. This not whole town's in my rear view. Can, hey, listen. Do you, uh, oh. were you, did you do uh, impressions? I don't remember you guys doing impressions or anything, but uh, no, voice we guys did most to do. like just voices, like people on the, you know, people you hear on the street or whatever. You know, it wasn't necessarily like you know, also on Tonight Show. You know, it wasn't wasn't oh, anything like Johnny, that. Johnny though, it's it's a it's a pretty good Johnny. Also on Tonight Show is. Uh, 
policewoman's Angie Dickinson is here. <laughs> the perfect one. And, and, and also Buddy Hackett <laughs> and George Goebel. Boy, that's a good lineup, John. Yeah, right? That's a good one. Classic. That would be a I great was, one. By the way, his name is John. I was talking to the character. Yeah, you were. And <laughs> I somehow knew that. That, that is wild stuff. Uh, shame, shame. But, you know, not, not uh, yeah, that the impressions came kind of later, like after the, after the fact, which is kind of funny. Um, uh, but it, it was just mostly original characters and parodies of mm-hmm. voices that you would hear on television or, 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 or radio. And, 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 and so, yeah, so that, uh, that, that's where, but like the more I got into hearing other people, you know, like other people doing stuff, I was like, oh, I have that. That's in my wheelhouse. Like, yeah. why am I not doing that? And you, and you do voice, you do impressions. And, yeah, and, and well, you know, I do, I do, you know, like I do, I do a pretty good Tracy Morgan, you know, Ooh. which is pretty, you know, just like, yeah, that's right. I'm getting everybody pregnant up in here. That's for real. Yeah. That's, you know, and stuff like, you know, shit. You know. That is the John DiMaggio is my uncle. <laughs> I want him to adopt me so I could be his cousin slash nephew. <laughs> It's not how it works, Tracy. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I punch you in the penis. It's just stupid shit. Yes. You know? um, but you know, like I do a, a, the, the like the, the Barry White. Yeah, yeah. Hi, this is Barry White, and Paul Quinn College cordially invites you this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May eighth, ninth, and tenth, for the first for the first fucking thing. <laughs> Shit! It's like, it's like the, there's a there's a great outtake of him, like, and it's just it's just genius. He keeps he keeps fucking up the whole. Yeah, thing. Yeah, I've not heard the Barry White. Oh, I've heard every other one. We're obsessed with those. things. It's genius, Barry White oh, outtakes. Wow, great, Barry White this. outtakes. It's fucking genius. And of course, you've heard the uh, the Paul Anka. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I get a bunch of fucking high school guys. That, <laughs> yeah, no, guys, get, get shirts. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just the fucking way yeah. it is. No, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> Love it. We do a show actually. Me and Billy West and Maurice LaMarche called Outtake Orama. What? We've done it at the Improv here in town. We've also done it at Cobb's Comedy Club uh, during uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest. Yeah. It's it's just us recreating. No. Oh my oh, yeah. god. And we're just reading. You know, we're just re- and I do that, and 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 Maurice does all of the. You know, uh, Casey Kasem. We we know of a remote farm. Peas grow there. You really mean that? You know, he does the whole <laughs> the whole uh, Orson Welles. Yeah. Right? Um, but we do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. And the Casey Kasem. Hi, this is Casey Kasem, and uh, American Top Forty will be airing. Uh, this Saturday and every Saturday at two. Two? <laughs> You're right. This is fucking genius. Love it. Oh get, get, get a fucking guy in here. Uh, Don, get Don on the phone. Yeah, get, will you get Don on the phone? I want to know who ordered those pictures. <laughs> just, I mean, just like, goddamn dead dog dedication. He just loses his fucking mind. Love it. When we do that. But like, you know, you, you, you pick up things here and there. I've always had an ear. You know, I've always had an ear for Im- impersonations, and 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 it, you know, and it's not always a, uh, it's not always a celebrity. It's like you know, the guy I used to work with at Pathmark, the supermarket in the, in New Jersey, like right. Manny, the you know, the manager. 
<laughs> Say, John, do me a favor. Go over to the Daily Island. Get me some orange juice. <laughs> Say, Manny. That's what I would get on the intercom. Manny, pick up on local, please. Manny, local. And everybody uh, the whole, everybody in the path mark that worked there would laugh. And Manny would just be sitting there like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. Do these people ever come out of your head, uh, like from your past? Like, does you ever encounter Manny? And it's like, no, hey, I, we always knew you were funny. No, actually, actually uh, uh, there's people, like, well, with the admin of Facebook and all that right. shit, there's, you know, there's people that, you know, I've known since high school and stuff that that, that are, you know, that are, that I'm friends with, that, that, that are like, yeah, we always knew you had it in you. I right. mean, I was always doing plays in high school and stuff like that. And part of the theater, you know, theater, I was a theater fag in high school as well as a chorus fag. 100% sure we're not allowed to use those words anymore. <laughs> no, I know we're not. But I was. I was. I, I That's what in, they called uh, me. You were in Greece. Any truth to that? Yeah, there. Yeah, there's totally truth to that. <laughs> But you know, but yeah, but we're not supposed to use those words anymore. But but of course, you know, that's what that's what they called us. Mm-hmm. Uh, me too. But yeah, yes, of course, yeah. that's what they but, called you us. You know, but but which but, makes no sense. You're in theater and you're doing a play, so for some reason that makes you gay. Yeah. But we can't come to your play. We're gonna go see the movie. Like they go to yeah, the movie yeah, yeah. to watch actors. Yeah, no. But if you do it, that means you're gay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm and I'm. Singing and dancing with with women, right? It made no. It never <laughs> with girls. Made sense to like me. I had like there were there were more girls involved, right? In that than oh, there three were, to one, like, yeah, and just, probably the right. hottest girls in school, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so, yeah, yep. exactly. And then you know, and I'm the you know, I'm the queer, right? Um, <laughs> but you know, they're ridiculous. Who'd you play in Greece? I was uh, Roger, the Mooning King of Rydell High, and then <laughs> of course. I did of it course. two years later, and I was Kinnicky. Nice. Oh, which was great. An upgrade. And we did it in an outdoor amphitheater in Piscataway, New Jersey. We had an actual car that we would pull on oh stage. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, it was an old Dodge Dart. <laughs> that we, that we, that we painted one side of it to look like grease lightning. Right. And, oh, just one? Yeah, just one side. Back it out. Yeah, just back, 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 Just pull it in and pull it out. Uh, it's really funny. That's one of the reasons. By the way, I'm glad you did it because that one of the, I, I think Grease is a horrible stage show, but I love the movie. Mainly sure. because the car always is like a piece of cardboard. <laughs> And it's yeah. like, get grease lightning. Yeah, 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 go, yeah, yeah, grease lightning. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, the music is great in that. Though. 100% agree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's the stage production that I don't care about. <laughs> I saw one on the East Coast once. They painted half a car. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, is that what turned you against it? I, I said, I see behind the stage. <laughs> it was back in 1986. Wow. You were in high school in 86. I graduated in high school in 86. Is that right? I graduated high school in 86. Yeah. And then I went to Rutgers for two and a half years and quit right before they were about to kick me out. Is that right? <laughs> what were they literally bad went, grades or uh, behavior? Uh, it was uh, it was bad grades. It was um, I wasn't I wasn't registered that third year as like I was I couldn't afford it. Um, and I was basically and I was on probation. I was on artistic and academic probation from the school of the arts there. I was going for my BFA and right. it just didn't it didn't work out and it was you're fine and I was talking to my advisor and she was like well John and I went you know what I quit <laughs> I quit and she went good for you good for you, <laughs> good for you. that like, saved me 12 yeah. minutes of talking exactly. to you exactly exactly yeah. but it was fun what do your parents think when you did that did they um, did they know did they, they care they knew they knew I was gonna I mean and, and then I got I mean the, then the first job I had was with the theater company that was associated with the university that I had already done stuff with and already been to Scotland to perform on the fringe in the fringe festival and so oh, it was just cool. like it, all I needed was a was a push was a thing yeah. and then and that's when um 
the round guy because we went to college together. He uh, he 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 like while I was doing theater, he gotten on probation as well and spent like a six months in Los Angeles and had gone to a bunch of comedy clubs while he was here and he was like, wow. And we used to do stuff and fuck around and, and you know, and make tapes and shit, you know, and the, the sketches and, and he was like, we should do that. And I was like, okay. And then that's when we did it in like 1990. Right. We started and yeah, and we did it for six years and it was, you know, was what it was. You it's know. a lot of time to be uh, to have a partner. Yeah, we've it, been doing this for thirteen years. How <laughs> 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 one of us isn't murdered is beyond me. No, it's difficult. It's t- it's tough. You know, you have to. We're very but, lucky, but yeah, go. yeah. But like you know, I just we we just it, it, he wasn't right, and uh, and I and it wasn't yeah. And it was it was it was all right. I, I remember Attell being like, "You need to do your own act," and I was like, "Well, what about this act? That's going to create." static within this and and then when i came out here i i started to go up on stage at the improv and it got back to one of my agents one of my like on-camera agents that that uh that i was doing stuff and it was really blue and it was like well then fuck then i'm just going up there to do it for me i'm not really going up you know remember what's your point of view yeah. like i don't have a point of view i'm just trying, trying to get laughs funny. yeah you know and so and then it was just like fuck this i don't need to do this i don't want to do that anymore and and i've gone up on stage a couple times since then and it's been okay but uh, i saw a tweet asking your fans if you should get back into the business I, that's that's the other thing i was like thinking about it and it's just like okay well you know maybe and you know i've had f- other friends of mine that are, that, are, that are still doing it that are like hey man are you still doing it come i have a i have a thing that i'm doing and you know there's a space for you so it's just like well i don't know i, I just the the fear of of accidentally doing someone else's material because of your subconscious mm-hmm. and you're, you, you know, Hey, that's a funny idea. How about this bit? And then you're like, no, somebody else is already doing that. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. What do I talk about? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of up in the air. I'd love to be able to perform and have an act, but what, what is it? What is the act? Right. That's what you got to figure out. Yeah, that's John. what that's what it is. So I got to know. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed and tr- keep trying to figure it out. All right. Who knows? Maybe oh. I'll get back up on. I'm fifty now. I just turned fifty. Happy birthday! Thank you. Well, it was a couple months ago, but shit. You said just. You know, <laughs> I did. Well, it was just. It kind of was just. But still, anyway. But January third? Um, no, earlier. <laughs> so not even adjust. <laughs> I'm in my fiftieth year. What the fuck? Like, why would I want to go ahead and? Try something new, but that's what you're supposed to do. It's anyway. not new. It's getting back on the bicycle. Yeah, it is getting back on the bicycle. It's the opposite. Yeah, right. But now, you're you're right. Don't, now you don't have that round guy to lean. <laughs> yeah, on. that's right. That's what you're afraid of. That's Just admit the, it. The, the lean on. <laughs> I got to start leaning on the the uh, the the thin microphone stand as yeah. opposed to <laughs> Red Johnny hey, the mic stand. Uh, yes, Red Johnny the mic stand. <laughs> that's what I'm going to call my act. You're welcome. Red Johnny in the. Oh my God, it's perfect. You're welcome. Now listen, that's not going to cost you a lot of money. No, it's not. <laughs> that's going to just. We'll talk about right, contract. All right. Do you take Venmo? Uh, <laughs> of course, I take Venmo. Yes, there you go. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We mark yeah. uh, John and Red with this. 
Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. John DiMaggio is on Twitter at TheJohnDiMaggio. And uh, he's also got that documentary that Jimmy referenced. It's uh, It's been around a little while, but I think I believe it's on Netflix. It's called I Know That Voice. Uh, definitely worth checking out if you're interested in voiceover artists. Um, and then also check out Dis- Disenchantment on uh, Netflix. Season 2, I don't think they've announced when it's going to be coming out. Probably this summer, though. But Season 1 is already up on Netflix. And uh, it's a good time. Support uh, John's show and support my wife. She works on that show, too. All right. Jimmy Part is going to be doing stand-up comedy at Zany's in Rosemont on March 21st and 22nd. That's a rare Thursday-Friday engagement in the Chicagoland area. And then he's going to be at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase on April 12th and 13th. That's all we got for uh, Dates and Deets. But uh, go to JimmyParto.com, click his tour links to get links to tickets to those shows. And uh, keep an eye out for new Never Not Funny show dates at NeverNotFunny.com. Click that tour link and enjoy. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here America. to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. (laughs) Right. That's when you go on and on about Shopify, you you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about uh, and then people would say, well, why why is he talking about POS? Like what? Yeah. 
they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there. He can log in. He can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done. It's awesome. Um, I've been kept out of the loop on that uh, because um, you're kind. <laughs> yeah. Well, as much uh, as you rave about it, you don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I just no. want to see the, uh, the the results. Right. That's what I want. And, and also, I don't know if illegally I can get away with this, but it's so easy to Shopify. Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, Matt, while we were coming to air today, I received an email. What was it? And you may, I don't know if you got this email, but I'm going to tell you what mine said. Okay. Mine, I got an email from our uh, friends at Quip. Yeah. I got two email, emails, one at 11.05, one at 11.07. Okay. At 11.05, the subject line is a Quip for Kids. Oh, they did it. The one at 11.07 was Quip for Kids is here. Oh my God, they so heard us. In those two minutes, they went from, hey, Announcing. let's talk about it. <laughs> we ha- got it. Wow. Anyway, Quip is uh, the toothbrush that I use. I uh, use it on all my teeth. Um, one of the most important things we can do every day for healthcare is brushing your teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. Well, I'll tell you what, with Quip, you can't do it wrong unless you're a complete idiot. Uh, Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. I do enjoy it. I do too. It's got the sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle on your sensitive gums. Uh, it's got a built-in two-minute timer, pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to flip it up. You go uh, front, back, front, back. You're done. No clunky charger mucking up your counter or your uh, bathroom, or maybe you've got limited space. Maybe you're in a bachelor pad and you don't have anywhere to store a big clunky charger. Yeah. This baby just sticks right to the wall there. Beautiful. The multi-use cover. I just, you know, we were just on the road this past weekend, and uh, every time I take my quip with me, I, I think about how great it is that it's, uh, it's an electric toothbrush that can fit in your dip bag or your dop kit, whatever you want to call that thing. And, and you know, you stick it right on the hotel mirror and uh, pop it off when you're ready to go. Uh, it couldn't be more convenient and uh, you don't have to give up great teeth brushing when you're uh, traveling. Are you like me to use it for all your teeth? I do all. Yeah, all 32 of them. That a boy. I got 36, of course. I don't know how many teeth like anyone has. How many, how many teeth in the human mouth, the adult human? I think 32 is right. Oh, uh, was I right? Oh. 32, is it 16 up, 16 down? Yeah, but with wisdom teeth, it might be more. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm going to count. Well, you keep reading. Okay. Uh, I also use the Quip toothpaste. I like the Quip toothpaste. Yeah. The mint. I don't know how many flavors they have, but I... I think I only got 14 on top. What? I think I only have 14 on top. All right, you talk. Hang on. No, 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 no. You're talking. Uh, But I got to count the bottom, Jimmy. we're only going tops. Okay. 32 is a normal adult's mouth. Well, how many on top? But not for wisdom teeth. Uh, oh. I don't have wisdom teeth. Oh. So you have 28. I have 28. Oh, okay. So without wisdom teeth, it's 28. That makes sense. I have seven. Uh, what did I say? 14 on top, 14 on bottom. Uh, two, four, six, eight. Who ten, do we appreciate? 12, Quip. 
quip. 14. I got 14 up top. So you had your wisdom teeth out. That's right. Yeah, okay. So we're all uh, we're all above board here. Yeah. We know what we're talking about. All right. I got news for you. I, I probably I have 15 on the bottom because this wisdom tooth is still in there. <gasps> you have one wisdom? You're a little bit wise. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why? Why wouldn't they take that one out? Wait a minute. No, I still have both of them on this side. Oh. So I miscounted. So I you've guess. got 30 teeth. What? I think I got 30 teeth. Oh, my God. That's creepy. Anyway, we'll like quip. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. The toothpaste is great. I have a travel size of the toothpaste. and uh, It's nice, isn't it? Very nice to take on the road. Well, they're backed by over 20,000 uh, dental professionals. I love quip. Matt loves quip. Oliver loves quip. Danielle loves quip. How's Elise feel about it? She loves it. And now that they're going to have the kids one, you know, Zoe's been using the adult one, but now I think I can finally get Charlie into quip. Yeah, he's going to love it. It's going to change everything. He's going to love it. Quip okay. starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash pardo right now, you will get your first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush. That is your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Pardo. Get Quip. A better way to brush. My son's got a pair of Warby Parkers. Yeah. Yeah. Garen's got a pair of Warby Parkers. Yep. Uh, in fact, my, uh, my, 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 my Oliver, as if I'm a grandmother, my, my Oliver says, uh, Oliver's got those uh, blue frames. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to be honest, at least once a day, I see him get compliments on them. They're cool. And I say, go to Warby Parker uh, slash Pardo, and you too can get frames like that. Yeah. I say none of that, because that would sound crazy. That's a little creepy to do that out in the world. But uh, you're doing it now, right here on the show. People can hear it and listen and enjoy. Well, what they do over at Warby Parker is they engage directly with customers through their website and retail stores. Warby Parker is able to provide high-quality, good-looking prescription eyewear at a fraction of the price. Uh, in fact, we were just over at the Century City Mall. We popped our faces back in there. Oliver got a little adjustment mm-hmm. on his glasses. And we also did what you always do. Let's try on more frames because that's fun to it do. It is fun, yeah. Uh, each pair is custom fit with anti-reflective polycarbonate prescription lenses. And they start at just 95 bucks. And and I can tell you this. Nope, I'm not there yet. Warby Parker's free home try-on program. You could order five pairs of glasses. That's what you did, right, Garen? I did. Louder, Garen. I did. That was. I know he thought that was louder. Mm, for him, it was. But uh, that was the rest of the world. It was. I did louder. I did. <laughs> he was redder though. He was redder, and Leon getting larger. That's right. I try them on for five days. Everything ships free, including a prepaid return shipping label. There is no obligation to buy. They uh, head to WarbyParker.com/pardo to order your free home try-on today. That is WarbyParker.com. And dig this if you have an iPhone X. Make sure to download the Warby Parker app where you can use their brand new virtual try-on. Yeah. It allows you to try on eyeglasses, seeing the realis- realistic color, texture, and size of each style using just your phone. WarbyParker.com slash Pardo to take advantage of all of this. Uh, Garen loves his. I know my son loves his. And as I said, it gets complimented on a regular basis. That is WarbyParker.com slash Pardo. Warby Parker. A better way to see. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2404. John DiMaggio is here. He's taking time away from doing one of his many voices around town. Hi. Um, and, uh, John, you're heading somewhere immediately after this to uh, yeah, work on something? Yeah, I got it. It's, uh, what am I doing? I've been doing a video game. A video game that's currently, I've been doing for a little while. And Yeah, you know, just one of those things. They call you up and they go, hey, we need you. And that's nice now because, I, you know, I've been here, I've been in Los Angeles, what, 20, 23 years? So it's it's okay. I mean, I still have to audition for stuff. Everybody has to audition for stuff. Even for voiceover work. You oh, do. absolutely. But there's also people that know me and people that know what's in my wheelhouse and that right. just go, just let's get John. Come here. Let's, yeah. you know, and which is cool. So, you know, but it's a, it's, it's a wonderful, 
living. It's it's great. Good for you. I, I, yeah, I, I really, uh, I, I got, you know, there's that bit of luck. You know, sure, you have to be talented. Sure, you have to have, you know, a certain amount of drive. You have to, you know, you have to learn how to not take no personally, you yeah. know, as far as, you know, being it's an actor. It's hard to do. I mean, that's, the, I mean, like, you know, a thousand no's to one yes. Yeah. You know, you have to be ready for that. Um, but no, it's it's been really, it's been great. And hopefully I can keep doing it until yeah. I can't do it anymore. And that's. That's hopefully the plan, but, you know, but I'd love to, you know, there's other on camera stuff that I'd love to do, but it's, whatever. It's all good. Be grateful your work. That's the, there's <laughs> a part of me that that, that that believes that that's really true, that I that, you know, be just be grateful for what you have. I mean, you know, sure. Try and aspire to do other things and, and, and you know, put the best foot forward in, in doing that. But also there's like I've been I've been really fortunate. You yeah. Know? So, you know. Friend of the show, Moshe Kasher, tweeted out over the weekend, and I'll paraphrase this as best as I can. Uh, I'm at that stage of my career where I sit around feeling bitter and jealous of everybody while ignoring my own successes. Yeah. And I think that, that's, I that's, think that's wow. every comedian, that's right? That's valid. Yeah. That's, yeah. Really, that's really valid. Yeah. I met him in a car in San Francisco with his wife, mm-hmm. Natasha, Natasha, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they were, we got picked up at the airport at the same time. Then you have that uh, awkward, hey, we just met each other, 40 minute drive from the airport. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and everybody's. Well, thinking. it's only seven miles, but yeah. somehow this is taking 40 the, minutes. Yeah, and the bits start, you know, the bits, there's, it's like a show in the car. It's a know. short and great. Yeah. yeah. It's very funny. Yes. But uh, that is, that is a really valid statement. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was like, yeah. yeah. And you try hard not to be bitter or jealous about others, but it's. And guess go, you know what? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing all right. What, why am I mad at that guy's success? And yeah, I try and not be. Yeah, yeah, I try, I try to not do that. Like right now, everybody, everybody's mad that Stormy Daniels is doing stand-up comedy, and who gives a shit? You know? Well, I kind of I do in this respect that I I think that there are people that worked their whole career. They worked on an act and they got and and they're struggling out there. And this woman gets to just throw an act together, although she claims she's been writing for years, and she gets to sell out and make a lot of money. So I understand there is a bitterness and jealousy. She also yeah. saw Donald Trump stick. Yeah, I, yeah. How does that help? We all have. <laughs> <laughs> have we? Oh. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think it's called Don Jr. Oh. Oh. Hey. We gotta go, guys. You've been This is an example of the kind of person that Stormy Daniels is displacing. <laughs> no, but listen. But people I, are. Very, but, but on the internet, people are very upset. about I understand it. why yeah. they're upset, but you know what? That that ship will will write itself. Of course, yeah, it, it'll 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 sink when it when it doesn't work. It'll sink, and people will be like, "Whoa!" I mean, like the only people that are gonna be mad are the people that paid money to go fucking see her. <laughs> so you should just say, "Whatever, forget about it." You should, you know. If, it, Somebody should be really fucking happy that they're middling before her because they'll get a bunch of exposure. That's true. And and who gives a shit? Like and then they're friends with a you know big titty porn star. Like he's got <laughs> big old titties. Okay, again, the big, old, of John. <laughs> big old big old ass. Big old chill. Hey, the DJ's back. Coming up right now, Stormy Daniels, big old titty. What's great is I'm looking at the graph of my voice yeah, and how you're blasting. Yeah. That's how it should be for morning. Looks DJ. Like a, yeah, no, it looks totally looks like a there's like a, guy a, a Richter scale that's going crazy. Uh, my I have I have Sirius XM in the car and hits one is the station my kids like. It's just hits top 40. And the guy on there is a. Uh, Spider Harrison. Oh, oh Spider Harrison. Oh, I've, I've never vocalized my entire life. I just, <laughs> I'm right down here, gravelly. I'm just all gravel. And he's on the Hits channel? Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, it's it's like, and it also sounds, I know like 
satellite radio has a weird thing in general, but it sounds really badly processed at the same time. Like they're through, they're put, they're sending it through something that's making it even crazier. If you, if you listen to the '70s station, there's Ah uh, Jabo coming out. Here's you know, a J-Mo? Casey the Casey the Sunshine Man. Uh, uh, who's the other one? Pat St. John. Uh, oh my God, Pat St. John. Pat, Pat St. John. And Jabo, Jabo, JJ Walker. Yeah, JJ Walker is there. Yeah, JJ yeah. Walker, that guy. Pat St. John. He used to be on PLJ in the oh, PLJ right? in, in in New York. He was a he was a big rock DJ in New York City. Um, and uh, yeah, come on, Pat St. John, turn it on. You know, turn <laughs> it on, Pat St. John. Is, yeah, he's got yeah ridiculous DJs, man. That fucking it's, wow. And that's not that's when you say DJs, it's different than radio personality. Yeah. The DJ, which is the guys we're talking about now, and then there are also Christine Stone and some other ones over on Sirius sure, XM sure. that are mm-hmm. that they, they they have a weird thing in their head where they can only talk like that. Like even their yeah. sentences are like sentences you wouldn't say in real life. I yeah. know I'm not making any sense right no, now, no, no. but in my head I'm making a lot of sense. And then they have to, but the what is it the 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 term they have to get out before the music before uh, the hit, the singing starts. Hit, 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 hit the post. Hit the post. Yeah. Hit the post. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hitting the post, man! You got to hit the post. Love it. Who's the guy that we love? Uh, the there's oh, there's uh, one guy in New York, Bill Bob Ray. Bill. Oh, why can't Bill. I pull his name? He's wonderful. You probably know him. Uh, this is uh, Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. Oh yeah, Broadway Bill, Broadway Bill. Broadway. Who is he? On? What what station oh, is he's he? He's on the top forty station. Oh but he's my 60. god! Yeah, <laughs> but he, but Broadway Bill Lee. Broadway Bill Lee. Bill Lee. You don't know Broadway Bill Lee, Bill Lee, Bill Lee, Bill Lee no. from New York? Oh, he's a legend. No. Oh my God! Yeah, he's great, and he puts things on Twitter, like or you know, just little clips of his hitting the post, and it's just—it's like he's a genius at it. Like yeah. he's there's amazing. A, there's a there's a science to it. Yeah. But if you can't hit the like, I had a friend of mine. Oh God, it was Dave Herman talking about Dave Herman, who uh, is a uh, another actor who's brilliant. He's on Bob's, Bob's Burgers. He's on Futurama. He's on Disenchantment. He's he was Michael Bolton in, in Office, Office Space. Space yeah, okay. he was on he was on Mad TV. He was, he's brilliant, and he he's to do a bit about about DJs that couldn't hit the post uh-huh. <laughs> and just you know coming up right <laughs> <laughs> just can't just can't get it just can't get it just like shit <laughs> you know I grew up listening to uh, Steve Dahl in Chicago and uh, once a week he would do uh, the his bit of hitting the post but he was uh-huh. trying to do it mm-hmm. and I loved it there was like because if you do it it's magical no, yeah yeah and, and absolutely and when Dahl when he wouldn't do it if he said he would make fun of himself but uh, and Bill Lee does that he like his whole thing is he's rhyming yeah. so you know it's like oh. going down to the coast we gotta do the post we gotta you know he's just like oh. rattling and it's just all nonsense words gotta, but it's so funny I gotta get hip to that uh, he th- I follow him on Twitter and the reason was somebody posted it was like I gotta follow this guy and see these every day he hasn't been posting a lot lately of, of mm. those which is a bummer yeah because uh, they're fun they're yeah. 30 seconds of joy yeah that's it that's it can you find one Garen can you play one for us a little Broadway Billy yeah. Maybe like from YouTube. Yeah, we're going to the coast, got to hit the post. Yeah. You know, it's the most, and the most is Madonna. And, like, <laughs> I mean, that, and that's a bad, that was horrible, but he. Yeah. No, but that's, there's a there's a certain skill yeah. you got to have. You got to be in radio for a long time yeah. to be able to just. Yeah. Be able to do that magic. Oh, man, forget it. There's also like, I, it's Chris, Chris, I'm hitting hard on Christine Stone, but there's another woman uh, uh, on, on uh, classic rock or Sirius XM. Oh, um, uh, Carol Miller. Carol, she's a Cal, of Carol Miller was on PLJ yeah. and WNEW, and she was yeah. Oh my God! And the, and the Raven is also over there. And, uh, she, the and Raven, she's got, she's got that raspy voice and never never says anything funny, but then laughs at the end of it. Like it's one of those. It's like, 
anyway, anyway, here's bad company. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you didn't say anything funny. You, what are you laughing at, you weirdo? Oh, they're all crazy. Uh, did you find a Broadway Bill Lee? Yeah, I just want to make sure I, I get one that's actually him doing like that. Like a good one. Yeah, yeah you never know. He's posting a lot of a legit, hey, there's the contest coming up lately. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Bill, your bread and butter right. is... Uh, oh. Give us the Bon Jovi juice. It's like for you know for every tour date I plug, a little, little jazz. <laughs> <laughs> give, give a joke. Yeah, we got to grease those wheels. That's right. All right, here's an air check. Let's see if this is it. Okay. Okay, well, this is a five-minute <laughs> long video. Oh, geez. Wow. Is it, is it him in studio? Can you see him? No, it's just a graphic. Uh, All right. Because well, like the stuff that he was putting on Twitter, I'm it was like it was a cell phone. You know, it was a selfie camera yeah. of him that he would do. Go to his Twitter feed. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. But you're gonna, you might have to go back Yay! a few years. Here we go. <laughs> this is, is Garen's whole we'll job. We'll get back to that. Oh, wow, that is great. On CBS FM. Yeah, it's Broadway Bill Lee. One of those shows, not necessarily for a righteous cause or even your applause. Just thinking about being down under in the land of Oz. Where right about now, it's turning from spring to sweet summertime. Where a young man's mind turns to thoughts of the birds and the bees. And well, I'll have some rock and roll, please. <laughs> Come on. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Oh, right? He hit wow. two double, he hit two double, double, double posts. Double, post. double, post. <laughs> double posts. He did a double post. That's how great Bill Lee is. That's incredible. Okay, now I know who it's he unheard is. Unheard of. Yeah. WCBS. CBS 101. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Double, or the rare that, double the post. The double post. The guitar lick That was post. crazy. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy. That was crazy. That was like, that was like whipping out his dick and then all of a sudden, <laughs> here's my balls. <laughs> Bam. Double dip. If I may, your agent just got a little too blue. <laughs> <laughs> if I may. Son of a bitch. <laughs> John, do you have children? No, no kids. But you got a beautiful she's wife. Got a beautiful wife. She's uh, she's a wonderful lady and lady I've known for Jesus, I've known I've known her since '96. We met in '96. We met out here. Oh goodness! And she was uh, she was in New York. She went back to she went back to New York. We f- remained friends, and then um, 2011, we started um, to put the penis inside the <laughs> vagina. We were friends for a long time, and then we decided to swap some spit. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> why why no. did that character? Why did that guy get because, involved? Because yeah, because it's that just lady. because that's the most uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, that's the most uncomfortable thing. That's the most uncomfortable voice to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, be, you know, all of a sudden starting a sexual relationship with a friend that you've had for a long time. But then we got married, and it was it's been great. Have you ever? Because uh, the way you just uh, said something, it made me think. Uh, have you ever gotten laryngitis, and then you can't record for a while? Or have you ever blown out a uh, vocal cord or got I've, a I've, nodule? No, no, I've never had nodules. I've never had. I've never blown out my vocal cords. Um, I've done it to where I had to be like, I needed. I need to rest for a day. I've played characters on like video games that, like, there's um, there's a video game called Gears of War, mm. and there's like five of them now. Yeah. I think there's. Oh, well, they're coming out with the fifth one. I hope I didn't just ruin something. Oh, nope. anyway, no. Um, you know, it's a voice that's kind of like this. So, you know, if you're yelling and screaming, you know, that kind of thing. You have those gigs t- towards the end of the week, and then you have the weekend to recover, and then you're fine. Um, but I've never, I've never had a, a you know, I, and I, you know, and if you're sick, you just go, I can't do it. I can't. And, and they're cool with it. Yeah, they, yeah, you, ha- you have to be. Okay. You know, you just have to reschedule, and and plus, I, I don't like going to the studio 
sick. You know, filth on get, the the, get filth on the microphone. We're in a room. The air's not really moving around too mm-hmm. much. I'm going to get, you know, the person that comes in after me is going to get sick. You know, just like, no, just take it easy. Right. I'd rather keep a, a whole bunch of actors, you know, healthy as opposed to, you know, just showing up because I need the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and sure, everybody needs a little coin, but, you know, but it's okay. What do you do to uh, to keep the uh, the voice fresh? Do you, do you spray? Do um, you uh, honey? Uh, the, what? Parliament lights and whiskey. <laughs> oh, no, that's the opposite. <laughs> yes. That can't be helpful at no, all. Um, uh, no, it's, uh, you know, you just, uh, you'd be surprised. I've had uh, voice doctors, prominent voice doctors say, no, smoking isn't, that the, no, it's that has nothing to do oh, with Oh, is that whatever. true? Yeah. I mean, it really, it really doesn't unless you really smoke too much. Um, what you really need to learn how to do is is to support your voice with with breath. If you know how to properly breathe and you can do that, then, then you know, that's going to help you a lot, mm-hmm. your breathing technique. Um, but there are certain voices that you don't want to do all day. You know, I found out doing um, when I was doing um, Adventure Time, there was a one-off character uh, who was, um, uh, uh, he was a, uh, a, a bubblegum guard. He, no, he was banana guard. He's a banana guard. He was he was a guard for Princess Bubblegum, and basically it was just kind of almost an impression of the creator of the show, Pendleton Ward. So kind of <laughs> has a voice that's you know kind of you know. But then I and it was just you know you'd had one or two lines during a show and it was like all right. But then when they did the video game, and I had to do oh, a no. bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It, like after an hour, hour and a half, it was just like I feel like I'm swallowing my own throat. Uh-huh. You know, so you know you have to take a you have to be like okay, let's take a break. See, yeah, you just went. I know, just oh, hearing God. you. Yeah, just, just thinking about it. Bleh. Oh God, um, <laughs> it's weird that 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 hurts. But like Bender seems like a voice that would actually. Well, Bender does a whole. You can because of the fact you can just yell. <laughs> and it doesn't matter, and you know, yelling doesn't hurt because when I yell a lot, it hurts. I mean. But see, that's the thing. If you, You're, you know how to do it. It's all professional all, yelling. If I, I could just keep on going. And that's all on one breath right there. So it's just like if you support it, you know, if you just, you just figure it out. But mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot has to do with how you breathe and how you support yeah. your, your breath. And it is in the diaphragm. There's a lot in the diaphragm. And it's funny, if your diaphragm's not warmed up and you have to do loud stuff, you'll immediately start to hiccup. Mm. Oh, is that right? Oh, your, your diaphragm's just like, nope, not gonna, try, warm it up, warm it nope. up. And you're just like, oh God, you know, and you'll start hiccuping and it's really funny actually. Um, but then you, you get it and you're, you're fine. Uh, it, it's, it's, but it's really, breathing and and you know you can drink your tea with your hot lemon you know, your, your your lemon and your and your honey and you know there's certain things you, you know, throw coats great and there's a couple of sprays and shit like that that you can use but for the most part you really want to breathe correctly to to help your voice project and mm. and that sort of thing and and to be familiar with how a microphone works but you can't get you know you don't want to talk into a microphone like this nobody no, wants to listen sounded great what do you yeah, yeah yeah exactly nobody wants to listen yeah, to a course. podcast that sounds like that for there, an hour there's some that are on but there's like, yeah that exactly so you have to know what you're doing in the studio and have to know how to you know just little tricks of the trade yeah you know? But I, I heard you tell a story at Comic-Con once, I think, years ago about how you came up with the voice for Bender. Can you tell that story? Yes. It's great. Uh, it's three. It's a combination of three things. One, it's Slim Pickens. 
specifically from Bla- Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what in the hell in the wide, wide world of sports is going on? I told you boys to come out here and lay some rail. <laughs> you know, um, you know, just, you know, ditto, ditto, you provincial putts. You know, um, but that, um, and then there's a, every drunk at the corner of a bar in on the East Coast. You don't know, I'll tell you one thing. There's a lot of slurring involved in the neighborhood. Hold on a second, I'm gonna do you know. <laughs> and then, the third is a guy I went to college with, uh, Ralph Colombino is his name. I'll say his name, I won't say the round guy's name. <laughs> Ralph Colombino actually runs a, a great theater for kids in New Jersey now. Really cool. funny guy, and his, his kids get out of that school, and a lot of them are working, which is great. Huh. Um, and, and so he used to do a character in college called La- well, um, 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 uh, the, uh, the Sausage Lover. <laughs> He, he would, and he would, so it's so fun to have fun to hold. You have all kinds of choices. You have uh, uh, so, uh, so sweet Italian choices. You have hot, hot, hot Italian choices. <laughs> Germans, Germans have worst shit, worst and bratwurst. You have all kinds of worst. And so he would do this, um, you know, he would do this character and it would crack me up. And I would do it back to him. Mm-hmm. He would do it back to me. And and, and 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 then if you put those three in a blender, mm-hmm. you get Bender. There it is. So you kind of have this, you know, he's kind of drunk. He's kind of a little, you know, boisterous like Slim Pickens, but he's also has that, you know. This, love sausages. This love sausages. Sausages, sausages, sausages. But, um, but yeah, that's really kind of yeah. it. And then it, and it, and it used to be really kind of held back, but then as the show went on, he kind of got like his his funkometer got turned up a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, baby, shut up, baby. I know it. You know that kind of thing. So, but but yeah, I mean, so yeah, that's an interesting phenomenon that you, like uh, you especially saw it with um, Homer Simpson. Like the early Homer sounds nothing like the it, later. Homer. It's just a natural progression of things. It just the character develops and and things happen and and certain things start to catch on that. You know, you're in the studio and you do something as as that character, and it gets a laugh, and then you're like, okay, yeah. how do I zone in on that hmm. tone? Mm-hmm. You know, and keep that tone yeah, with yeah. with the rest of the lines, and so it just it just changes. So it you don't changes. you don't sit around worrying about being consistent because no. like I would that would no. be so scary to me like I, not being uh, good the, at that like you you worry about being consistent enough. Mm-hmm. You know, not not being overly consistent and yeah. being like this has to be the same. No, they're, okay. they're, it's just yeah. you just let it breathe and let mm-hmm. and see what happens. You know, um, it's funny because uh, for Disenchantment, I'm I play King Zog, yeah. um, Abby Jacobson's character's father, and. I, you know, I auditioned for it, and I did a sort of proper king. You know, I did that sort of a voice, and I thought, well, this, this will, you know, and I and I got it, and I was like, okay, cool. And they were like, listen, um, uh, um, Matt wants to talk to you before the table read. I said, okay, sure. And and Matt and I are big fans of the two bar tapes. Yes, I remember those. Okay, remember, you know, like, where's my father? Your father. Where's my father? <laughs> your father's in your mother's asshole. <laughs> yeah. right, right. You fucking bum. You know? <laughs> and so, basically, I walk in, I'm like, what's up, man? And he's just like, do red. Do red for the king. And I was like, oh my god. You know, like, that's perfect. Right. Like, you know, and and so now King Zog sounds, you know, like this guy, you know, like, uh, I don't even know what to yell at you anymore, you know. Yeah. 
Then he's sort of like, you know, he's got this kind of Archie Bunker-esque kind yeah. of thing yeah. happening. But I yeah. love his trail offs when he's just like, oh, it's like trailing yeah. off on something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just exasperation. Definitely shouldn't have said that out loud. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, just, <laughs> they, and they just, and it's just the writing is brilliant. And, you yeah. know, when you walk into a room and the, and the writing is that good, there's the, you know, you don't have. Of, it's like Simpsons All Stars. Oh, it's crazy! Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, they got the gang back together. Like, I the first table read of, of Disenchantment, I walked in and I was just like, "This is like getting Leonard Skinner back together, except it's the Rossington Collins band." <laughs> and only yeah, three people enjoyed that. It. Yeah, yeah, he got it. He got it. It's it's a rock joke, basically. Some of the. Some of the folks didn't make it, but most of them did. <laughs> well, I think people understood the part of it, not going. They don't know Rossington Collins, then went yeah. to the wrong Come on, you know, don't misunderstand me. That's Nobody knows Rossington Collins. Were, oh, you do. They were on MCA Records, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Of course. Uh, John, thank you for being here. Oh, no, it's been a real pleasure, and it's. Wonderful. I wish I knew what the hell. Yeah, you blew it. I totally you blew, it. blew it. I totally blew it. You guys are that's how it was in my head you, and we're and wait were we in the green room or were we in the, the green room is the green room oh yeah you guys were assholes <laughs> like exactly like that oh no yep i wish i remembered uh, uh, well you know round guys could be sitting around listening to this and he'll yeah, reach out to me that's it he's uh, totally gonna reach out to you because no. he'll remember yes because I've forgotten. And I'll write him, thank you. I don't want to, I don't, I don't That's want to it. say. In fact, uh, I only remember the Chinese food joke and 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 Doug Benson's uh, 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 Hoover Dam joke, and that's all I remember about our act. <laughs> <laughs> Six years is boiled down to two. Just done. It's uh, a wrap. On behalf of the Pop Golden Priest, there he is. That's Garen Cockrover there behind the uh, Michigan's Roll. That's the uh, the human ground out. That's Elliot Hopper, the Hunter Matt Belknap. Our friend John DiMaggio. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.